Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Good morning, it's AM Tampa Bay as we guard your intellect with armor-plated quasi-journalism on this Thursday morning, the penultimate day of the work week. And, man, are we in a hot stretch. Do you know it got to 98 degrees at Tampa International Airport yesterday? It hurt to be outside. It was one of those days. I, I, I went jogging, but I went in an area that was fairly shady. So Still, I that realize. doesn't help. Uh, I, I wasn't, it just seemed like summertime to me. But it's amazing, this hot streak that we're in right now. I guess it's that global warming, undoubtedly, but... Uh, I mean, it was amazing that uh, it got to 98, the hottest it's ever been, the highest temperature ever. What do you think? 90, 99. Yep, you got it. 99 is go. as hot as it's ever been. And what do was, I win? Do I get a T-shirt? Back in That was in June of 85. And, man, that is just incredible. Hey, we're going to start out here. Uh, it's Jack and Aaron sitting in for Teddy this morning. Uh, but we're going to bring Mike on board here, too, and make it a triumvirate. And, Mike, what's on your mind? Good morning, fellas. Morning, morning. Aaron. Morning. Hey, uh, I'll tell you what. I am so sick of the Republican Party right now. I, I can't see myself ever voting for another Republican again. Um, and I know you guys have Gus Filarakis, you know, the guy that took his daddy's seat before him. Um, make sure you please tell him I said so. They can go straight to hell. It, it, you would think that Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi are controlling the Senate and the House, and for all intents and purposes, they are. Yep. So I see no point in voting for a Republican again. I'm done. I'm absolutely done with them. They're feckless, spineless cowards. And you are echoing what a lot of people are feeling these days, Mike. Appreciate your call. That's what we've been saying. There's no use having Republicans in the House and Senate, uh, when you've got the White House, everybody was saying, man, it's going to be a clean sweep. I'm going to get everything the president wanted done because you've got a big majority in the House and you've got a majority in the Senate, uh, and yet he can't seem to get any of his programs through there. I mean, they failed to put any kind of money for the border wall in the budget. Uh, on top of that, they have not made any moves on working on a new tax solution. And, of course, everybody's got their attention turned to all of the so-called scandals in the White House right now. And this is just a ploy by the Democrats, and it's making uh, President Trump absolutely feckless, absolutely powerless. He can't do anything because they are everybody's focused on that nobody's focused on making america great again making america better protecting america through uh, border protection it's all about what's he done now has he colluded with the russians on and on and on and on uh and the latest here is um well i want to hear from scott first of all who wants to comment on what mike had to say and scott what do you think 
Oh, thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. Uh, good morning. And, uh, you know, I appreciate the sentiments of the last caller. You know, I've been a Republican since I was 18 years old, so it's been almost 30 years now. But that's exactly what the Democrats want. Yes, I said Democrats. Uh, they know an independent is never going to get elected to the White House, probably in our generation. So they want us to get fed up with the party. That's why they're projecting this uh, fake news and all these lies about us. They are not in control. They are not for the little guy. They're not for the rich guy. They're only for themselves. So we've got to stand strong as Republicans. We've got to vote Republican. We can't vote independent yet. So somebody stands out and, and does something that's really, really important um, as an independent. And we've got to stand behind our guy, uh, Trump. There's nothing there with these allegations. We've got to stand strong, and that's my opinion. You know, Scott, uh, you're right about that. What we need to do is to go into the primaries and get new candidates, though. I mean, obviously, there should be term limits. At some point, someday, they're going to be able to muster enough support around the country for a constitutional convention to get term limits because these guys are evil up there. There's just no doubt about it. Whether they're Republicans, Democrats, they're all for themselves. They don't care about the American people. They just want to get reelected again and again and again. If you had term limits, they would go up there and maybe serve the people and then come home. And that's what the founding fathers intended. They didn't intend for being a congressman to be a profession. They intended for you to go and serve a term and then go back to your farm or whatever it was. They didn't even want to do that. To them, it was an obligation they had to fill. Imagine how frustrated Donald Trump is, someone who is used to having the power. When he's running yeah. his businesses, this was why he ran. He figured, all right, give me the power. I'll make things happen. He's realizing now it's it's not that easy. He doesn't really have all that power that he thought he'd have. Yeah, well, it's being stripped, stripped and, by Congress right and, now, and people just, that ran on his coattails, and now they are uh, they're backing off because, like you said, they are scared. They want to be reelected. It's just amazing that there are all these distractions out there. The latest on it, of course, is Deputy Attorney General uh, Rod Rosenstein has appointed former FBI Director Robert Mueller to serve as special counsel to oversee. The previously confirmed FBI investigation of Russian efforts to influence the 2016 presidential election and related matters. I haven't quite understood that. I mean, I I can understand revealing the emails and all that stuff, but the Russians didn't change any votes in Michigan or Wisconsin or anything like that. No. They They had no power over the electorate. The electorate chose Donald Trump. He won the electoral college overwhelmingly. There was no machine hacking or anything like that. No, no kind of machine hacking or anything like that. And I still don't quite understand all of this interference in the election. Um, But anyway, uh, this is Rosenstein, the deputy attorney general. Uh, who said, I've determined that a special counsel is necessary in order for the American people to have full confidence in the outcome. And uh, Donald Trump responded as well. He didn't go to he usually goes to Twitter, Jack. He went to Facebook for a statement. I'll read a quick uh, excerpt from it. Uh, As I stated many times, a thorough investigation will confirm what we already know. There was no collusion between my campaign and any foreign entity. Yeah, it's. uh but it doesn't matter what he says. I mean, that's that's meaningless. Hey, let's go to Matt, who has a comment to make on term limits. What do you think, Matt? Hey, Jack, you know, I love you, and I hear you all the time about term limits. And, 
I needed to go ahead and call you this morning because the one concern I have is about term limits. If we go ahead and term out our, our congressmen and our senators, all we're going to have is the professional staffers who will go ahead and wind up running our government. And that might be that might be better. You get professionals. Huh? Those those people will stay the same as they do now. They just go ahead and they they're the same people. All they're the ones who read the bills. They're the ones who tell these these people, these congressmen and senators, what's in the bills that they're voting on, and and these people have an agenda. Well, now that might be the case. They might have an agenda, but it can't be any worse to just send people up there for six years or four years, two terms in the House, one in the Senate, or something like that. Whatever it might be, you've got to do it. You got to get rid of these I, professional I, politicians. Yeah, I think just being a way to, for to be more competitive for the for the opponents of professional politicians would be really the key for us. But I appreciate your opinion, and I appreciate you letting me give mine. Well, we appreciate your calling. Thank you. Hey, it's 518, almost 519. Let's go to the Storm Chain 8 Weather Center and meteorologist Lee Spann. And Lee, we had one of the hottest days ever yesterday. Yeah, 98 degrees officially at Tampa International Airport. Now, that obviously broke the daily record of 96, but as you mentioned, the all-time record high for the Tampa International Airport is 99. We set that back on June 5th of 1985. So we were just one degree away from that. So, hey, it's a cool down today, down to 96 right? <laughs> yeah. Very hot. Should shatter the old records today, which is 93. Even tomorrow, mid 90s should be about the record high for tomorrow as well. So, but what we need is some rain. It'll cool us down and help out with this drought and wildfires. Well, I can't wait for summer to get here to cool off. Right. We start getting that sea breeze in the afternoon showers much cooler. I can't wait. It's 519 to John Conrad in the newsroom. Thanks, Jack. Our news is a service of Crown Euro Cars. Christopher Try, one of two hit-and-run persons of interest believed to be involved in that head-on crash that injured a 14-year-old bicyclist, was booked in Pasco County Jail overnight. He was arrested for leaving the scene of a crash with injury and reckless driving. That second person of interest, Kevin Wilson, has not been found. A motorcyclist dead after crashing into an SUV at MLK Boulevard and I-4 Interchange. The Eldridge Jr. entered the intersection against the red light and collided with a Toyota 4Runner driven by a 57-year-old woman from Plant City. That impact sent him and the motorcycle crashing into a third vehicle. Eldridge later died at the hospital. Troopers say alcohol was not a factor in the crash. Americans are more and more in debt. Numbers released by the Federal Reserve Bank of New York show U.S. households' debt balances grew... $149 billion during the first three months of this year. The total household debt of the U.S., $12.73 trillion. That's slightly higher than the $12.68 trillion that peaked before the economic crisis of 2008. News Radio 970 WFLA Sports. Here's Aaron Jacobson. Some day game action for the Tampa Bay Rays yesterday. They won the series in Cleveland. They got the 7-4 win yesterday against the Indians. They take 2 out of 3 on the road trip. They go 4-2 and two against the Red Sox and the Indians combined. They are off today, but they're back at home at the Trop tomorrow night when the Yankees come to town. 7-10 game time. What's new? The Cleveland Cavaliers win again. They lead the series now one to nothing against the Boston Celtics. They got the one seventeen to one oh four win yesterday. In the NHL playoffs, the Ottawa Senators keep rolling. They beat the Pittsburgh Penguins five to one. They now lead that series two games to one. 
That's your 970 WFLA Sports Update. Our top stories this morning. A huge wildfire is smoking things up in the Bay Area, and Hillsborough County commissioners decide to take their own action over medical pot shops after inaction in Tallahassee. The details are coming up. For News Radio 970 WFLA, I'm John Conrad. From the RP Funding Traffic Network, we have construction taking up two right lanes southbound on I-75 near the Hillsborough-Manatee County border and roadwork southbound on the Veterans Expressway in the right lane at Hutchinson. This traffic report is brought to you by Bands and Beer on the Bay, a charitable event featuring the Black Honkies, Four Star Riot, Hard Luck Society, and Jericho Turnpike, food trucks, local craft beer from Crooked Thumb, and more. Saturday, May 20th at Safety Harbor's Waterfront Park. Purchase tickets online at Maddie Williams Neighborhood Family Center.org or at the gate. Daisy Ashton's Radio 970 WFLA. Well, here's something I just read I find very disturbing, uh, and that is that the National Museum of African American History and Culture that's part of the Smithsonian Group is a recent development in Washington, D.C., which at the time I thought it was a great idea that they had basically a place to celebrate black history in the Smithsonian Institute. But now I hope they tear the place down. They're going to put Colin Kaepernick's gear in there, saying that he is today's Muhammad Ali because of his protests. That's a great thing. Yeah, put something in the Smithsonian that celebrates somebody that's spitting into the face of everyone who's ever served this country, spitting on the graves of all of those who have fought and died for this country spitting on every grave in arlington memorial cemetery and they're going to celebrate him in the african-american museum of history up in in washington dc man i'll never go to that place but he's a black lives matter warrior jack oh he's he's an he's a warrior for the people american he's a pro fidel and pro Hugo Chavez and all of those things. He's the most anti-American person I can think of. He's not African-American. He's an idiot. He's a black idiot. So he should not be in the museum. No, he shouldn't be in a museum. He should be in the Museum of Idiots if they ever open one. If they ever open one up in the Smithsonian, that makes me really angry. I mean, I, I thought that was the greatest thing in the world when they opened that up there. But now I think... That place is run by idiots. They're working him out, too. A couple football teams now working him out. Saw the Seahawks maybe taking a look at him. Well, that'll turn more people against the NFL. I'll join Ted and never watch another NFL game. Hell of the NFL. If they allow people like that to act that way. And, you know, Mike Evans did it with the Buccaneers. Unfortunately, Dirk Cutter said, you know, you got to cut that out. you got to stop. And a couple of days later, he apologized. I'll give him credit for that. But... This this thing with Kaepernick, man, I, I am really down on that that Black History Museum. I'm never going there, I'll guarantee, and I'm going to recommend to people, don't go there. If you go to D.C., stay the hell away from there. It's right on the mall. I mean, it's actually on the mall, near the Washington Monument. And Yeah, this guy donated a bunch of his stuff, a game jersey, some shoes, a picture. Um, yeah, and they're saying he's right up there alongside Muhammad, Muhammad Ali. Ali. Crazy. Muhammad Ali protested the Vietnam War. Didn't want to go to Vietnam. I could see those protests, and that was a different time. I mean, I know. a totally different time, totally different struggle than it is right now. And you had, unfortunately, though, the people that were protesting the Vietnam War uh, grew up, and now they're college professors. They're running the colleges and everything. They're all liberals. 
But, uh, I mean, Muhammad Ali was against that war, and he didn't want to go, and uh, it was a pretty un-American thing to do at the time, but um, it wasn't spitting on the graves of those who have fought and died for this country, and that really makes me mad. And Muhammad Ali was not privileged. Colin Kaepernick grew up a privileged child into a privileged athlete. Yep, and making millions of dollars in this nasty country that's not treating him right. Man, that's unbelievable. Well, anyway, if you have any comments you want to make, you can give us a call here. We're going to also um, be talking about some other things happening in the news besides that no-good, low-life, scum-sucking pig, Colin Kaepernick. It's 5.30 on AM Tampa Bay. When you need to know, News Radio 970 WFLA. Good morning, I'm Chris Trankman. Our top story at 5.30, a big new wildfire. It covers 8,000 acres at the Avon Park bombing range that's between Lake Wales and Sebring. No injuries and no homes in danger, but it's adding enough smoke in the air to be noticeable in the Bay Area. Meantime, firefighters are keeping their eyes on a smoldering brush fire in downtown Lakeland near George Jenkins Boulevard. You can see more on both fires at 970WFLA.com. Hillsborough goes its own way on medical marijuana. That story ahead. First, let's update the roads. Here's Daisy Ash. From the Florida Central Auto Loans Traffic Center, we have right lane construction southbound on the Veterans Expressway at Hutchinson. And two right lanes are blocked with roadwork southbound on I-75 near the Hillsborough-Manatee County line. This traffic report is brought to you by LifeLock. Is your personal info for sale on the dark web? Monitoring your credit can't show you, but LifeLock sees a wide range of threats to your identity. If something happens, U.S.-based specialists can work to fix it. Go to LifeLock.com, use promo code RISK, save 10%. Daisy Ash, News Radio 970 WFLX. Another day with near-record highs, 96 this afternoon with a 10% rain chance. It's 74 degrees at News Radio 970 WFLA. There was no action from the legislature, so Hillsborough County commissioners will decide how many medical pot shops there should be in the county. Medical marijuana licensing ordinance that essentially allows for unlimited dispensaries has really weighed on me. So Hillsborough County Commissioner Ken Hagen is proposing a new ordinance that would limit the number of medical marijuana dispensaries in unincorporated Hillsborough County. One per 67,222 based on uh, 900,000. Our population is 13 in Hillsborough County. The state legislature never approved any guidelines for medical marijuana dispensaries, and there's yet to be any special session on the issue. Hillsborough County commissioners will hold a public hearing on the latest proposal June 7th. Sharon Parker, News Radio 970 WFLA. Florida senators are reacting to the bombshell that a special counsel has been appointed to investigate the Trump administration's ties to Russia. Republican Marco Rubio says Robert Mueller is respected for his independence and professionalism, but the investigation should not impede the Senate's ongoing investigation into Russian meddling. Democrat Bill Nelson says Mueller should be given whatever independent authority is necessary to follow facts wherever they lead. Somebody likes the new state budget. Florida Corrections Secretary Julie Jones says it's a blessing for the state prison system. There are pay raises for veterans and higher starting salaries for new hires. But Jones says they will still be understaffed. I can't ask for more staff until I retain the ones that I have. So this pay plan that the legislature approved was meant to recruit and retain. When that works, then I can start to fill all my vacancies and then ask to fully staff prisons. 
Corrections officers will be getting a raise of at least $2,500 per year. Jones says that should help keep more guards. A jury finds Tulsa, Oklahoma police officer Betty Shelby not guilty in the death of an unarmed black man. Shelby shot and killed Terrence Crutcher during an altercation in Tulsa last September. Following the verdict, Tiffany Crutcher accused Shelby of murdering her brother. Betty Shelby murdered my brother, and after she murdered my brother... All of the officers involved with the Tulsa Police Department tried to cover for her. Shelby testified during her trial that she shot Crutcher because she thought he was reaching for a gun. The lead singer of one of the best-known 90s grunge bands is gone. Black hole sun, won't you come? Chris Cornell of Soundgarden died in Detroit last night at the age of 52. His family says they're working with the medical examiner to find out the cause of death. Cornell also worked as a solo artist between Soundgarden's 1997 breakup and its reunion in 2010. It's 534 at News Radio 970 WFLA. Weather is next. Good morning. It's AM Tampa Bay with Jack Harris and Aaron Jacobson in for Teddy this morning. And we've got it all, everything from the toxic to the tendentious. And if you want to get on board, you can give us a call at 800-969-9352. I saw a headline here, and I'll see some details on this. Uh, Immigration arrests, immigrations and customs enforcement, ICE agents are cracking down on well, they call them undocumented immigrants. That would be illegal immigrants. Illegal. They're not undocumented. They're illegal. Uh, and the number is up. Uh, they say for, during the uh, first four, let's see, yeah, four months of uh, 2016, there were 30,028 ICE arrests. And the same period in 2017, there have been 41,000 so it's been an increase of about 37%. But this is what I like. Well, again, the headline here, this is in USA Today, which is a liberal paper like all of them. But ICE arrests undocumented immigrants without criminal records. Yep. Uh, without criminal without records. Without criminal records. And I want to tell them they are criminals when they come into this country without documents that just shows you though the headline right there shows you they don't look at it like that no that's not they're a crime documented they're they ought to be able to stay here and i wish these people could meet mexicans and guatemalans and polish people and all of the others that have come into this country legally they've gone through the process of gaining citizenship they are documented they are legal and what they go through to do this it's a disservice to those people when these illegals come in here, just cross the border and they get everything taken care of. You got Border Patrol singing, come right in and make yourself at home. Man, and just, as soon as they come in here, hey, let's feed and clothe them and educate them and pay for everything for them. And that is such a disservice to those who have gained citizenship, who've worked hard, spent two years gaining citizenship. And again, I spoke to one group of them. It was a a huge group of about 300 people from all over the world, including a lot of Mexicans who had worked hard to get their citizenship to become Americans. But I think that goes to show you that your thought process is becoming the minority when it comes to closed borders. The way the people write these articles, the way the papers are, the way the media is, it's, it's oh, they're like, all libs. They want open open them borders. Up. Just let them all come in here. 
uh, overrun the country with people from Syria and Iran and Iraq and Mexico and Guatemala, whatever the case may be. But I like this, that uh, the ICE arrests of undocumented immigrants without criminal records. And um, there were 4,242 in the first four months last year, and we got 10,845 this year. What they're implying is these people didn't do anything wrong. Well, they did something wrong. They crossed the border illegally. Illegal means breaking the law. So they are lawbreakers by coming into this country without doing it the right way. Nobody's trying to stop immigration. We're just saying you've got to earn your right to be here. And, and look at this. forty-one thousand Over 41,000 people uh, were arrested, okay, between January 22nd and April 29th. Yeah. Nearly 11,000 had no criminal convictions. So you're telling me 30,000 people? Had, 30,000 of the 40 criminal <laughs> convictions. Criminals being allowed in and here. And your headline is some people without criminal records? It's just crazy <laughs> that that's happening down on our border. This country is going to hell in, a, in not even a handbasket. Just straight to hell. They should be embarrassed that 75% of that number have criminal records. They have criminal That's records. That's a lot of people. And they're just, you, you get, uh, libs get their panties in a wad over sending these people back, arresting them and sending them back. 10,000 of them were good. Yeah. 25% of them were 25% good people. 25% of them didn't have a criminal record, except they failed to point out that getting into the country illegally makes them criminals right off the bat. So 30,000 of these people, on top of their criminal act of coming into the country illegally, are coming in illegally and then committing crimes in yeah. the country. It's it's unbelievable. This country is turned upside down. I mean, it's crazy what's going on right now. Um, we got President Trump considering trying to find out who's going to lead the FBI, and one he's considering is Connecticut. Got Senator Joe Lieberman, uh, according to Sean Spicer, and he's going to meet. Uh, well, he met with him yesterday with uh, Lieberman and other candidates, including acting FBI Director Andrew McCabe and former Oklahoma Governor Frank Keating and former top FBI official Richard McFeely um, and the uh, Air Force One was en route to D.C. from New London, Connecticut where Trump had delivered a commencement address to the Coast Guard cadets. And he said that uh, the president's going to continue to meet with candidates for FBI director. But um, a senior administration official said this is the first day that the president will meet with candidates. And the these candidates have been sent over from the Department of Justice. I hope he doesn't get a politician. We don't need another politician. We need somebody with great FBI experience. We need somebody who has distinguished themselves in the FBI to run the FBI. Be the same as running a radio station. You want to get somebody that's got radio station background. Yep. Or running any kind of business. You don't want to bring in a politician to run it. But I don't know. We'll have to see who he's going to get. I mean, I got a lot of respect for Senator Joe Lieberman and all that, but I don't want to see him as head of the FBI because it becomes a a political. It gets politicized when you put a politician in there. Any way you look at it. When, when was it? Did he run for president? Uh, run for the Democratic Party in what was it? Two thousand against Gore. Um, let me think. 
Yeah, he at one time was candidate. Um, 2004 was when it was. Yeah, vice president. Yes, you're right. He That's was what it was. vice presidential candidate. Yes. But we don't need somebody who's a career politician. We need somebody who's a career FBI. And, um, I mean, I'd rather see the acting FBI director get it or anybody like that. We'll have to see who President Trump decides to go with, though, any way you look at it. I just – I'm sick of career politicians. Hey, there was some sad news last night in the music world. Stunning news, actually. Chris Cornell died. He was just 52 years old. Uh, the front man for Soundgarden, Audio Slave, and uh, considered, and Jeff would know this better than I do, would he be like the founder of the grunge movement? He is the face and pretty much the founder. Everything came after those guys, after Soundgarden. So this was pretty unexpected. I mean, 52, that's young. It was after a show last night, apparently. And did they say what he died of? No, they don't know yet. Nobody knows. Well, you hope it's not drugs or something like that. Of course, you hope. I mean, you wish it didn't happen, but I was never a grunge music fan. Were you into that, Jeff? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, not me. He used to wear the he used to wear the trench coat, long hair. He was like the Undertaker. <laughs> kind of. That's what Ted called me. You remember back in the day? Yeah, the hair was to the waist. I just didn't wear the plaid shirts as much, or the hiking boots. The pictures are superb. The Undertaker. I like that. Well, anyway, we're coming up on 548, and let us now uh, reroute ourselves to the newsroom here in John Conrad. Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein will brief senators today about the firing of FBI Director James Comey. President Trump, as we know, fired Comey last week, saying he wasn't doing a good job. Rosenstein is the second-ranking Justice Department official and took over the Russia investigation after Attorney General Jeff Sessions recused himself. An Oklahoma police officer tried for the shooting death of an unarmed black man has been acquitted. A jury found Tulsa officer Betty Shelby not guilty in the September 16th death of 40-year-old Terrence Crutcher. The jury returned the verdict last night after deliberating for several hours. During the trial, Shelby testified that she shot the man because she thought he was reaching for a gun. The Federal Communications Commission is set to start rolling back net neutrality today. Net neutrality rules were put in place to prevent Internet service providers from blocking content, slowing down service, or prioritizing content, possibly for payment. The rules were passed by the FCC when Democrats had the majority, with only one Democrat now on the FCC commission. The rules are widely expected to be repealed. News Radio 970 WFLA Sports. Let's check in with Aaron Jacobson. Alex Cobb kept it rolling for the Rays yesterday in Cleveland. They won 7-4 on seven strong innings pitch by Alex Cobb. He threw the most pitches, 115, since his Tommy John surgery. The Rays off today, back at home tomorrow against the Yankees, 7-10 game time. In the NBA playoffs, the Cleveland Cavaliers got off to a good start in their series against the Celtics. They beat Boston yesterday, 117-104 in Boston. They now have a one nothing series lead there. In the NHL playoffs, the Ottawa Senators beat the Pittsburgh Penguins 5-1 yesterday. They now have a 2-1 series lead. That's your 970 WFLA Sports Update. Our top stories this morning. Reaction to the appointment of former FBI Director Robert Mueller as the special prosecutor looking into Russia's influence in the elections. And Pasco deputies have caught up with a person of interest in Monday's hit and run that injured a 14-year-old boy. Details 
coming up. Our Tampa Bay forecast from Storm Team 8 meteorologist Lee Spann. Only a 10% rain chance. The high today, 96. The record is 93. Partly cloudy overnight, 75. Tomorrow, we do have a 30% rain chance. And the high, 94. It's 77 in downtown Tampa. For News Radio 970 WFLA, I'm John Conrad. From the Florida Central Auto Loans Traffic Center, still have construction taking up two right lanes southbound on I-75 near the Hillsborough-Manatee County border. And southbound on the Veterans Expressway, they're wrapping up the right lane construction at Hutchinson. This traffic report is brought to you by Bonefish Grill. There's nothing like fresh Maryland softshell crab at Bonefish Grill. These delicacies are only truly fresh just a few weeks a year. And Bonefish does them right, sautéed and stuffed with their signature Maryland crab cake. So hurry into Bonefish Grill tonight before they're gone. Daisy Ash, News Radio 970 WFL. It's 5.55 and the Earl of Tampa Bay is coming up here in a minute. In a couple of minutes, actually. What's he going to be talking about, Jeff? It's a weird meandering about... Buffets and nudie bars. Oh, my favorite. Buffets yeah. and nudie bars? Or nudie buffet bars. I'm not really sure. Nudie buffet bars. Yeah. I can't. It's hard for me to eat at a strip club. Like, you can go to the strip clubs no. around here and get, like, a steak. Like, really? I never understood that. You're kidding. Strip no. steak? Strip steak. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Extra rare. You know what I mean? Yeah. Are you serious, though? In a strip club? Yeah, you can you get, can get food? Absolutely. That and a rump roast. Roast beef or... <laughs> Stay away from the roast beef. Mm, wow. <laughs> well, I was not aware of that. Uh, what do you like best on our webpage here this morning, Jeff? Have you got to check that out yet? He's Some looking. about these Irish people t- testing our food they don't like. I don't know what it is. They don't like our beer. They don't like our gumbo. They don't That's like our... why he's offended, because they don't like the gumbo, the Mississippi boy. Yeah. <laughs> they I don't like not our like gumbo. gumbo. Gumbo's so good, you smear it all over yourself. You got to see this video, though, of the BBC News reporter, and he's doing an interview, and some lady comes in to ruin the, the shot, and he goes to push her out of the way, grabs right onto her boob. Yeah, he grabs her boob and, <laughs> and pushes her back. It's just a few seconds long, but you got to check it out, because he just reaches back, and his hand inadvertently grabs her boob. She's coming over. She looks like a fan. And she's coming over to say, hey, you're so-and-so or whatever, you know, one of those things. And he's doing an interview on the street, and he pushes her back, and she comes up. And at first, she's ready to walk away, and then she just comes up and— She smacked him. Well, well she, <laughs> she hit him. him. Yeah, she hit him. She had no right to hit him. She got in the live shot. He pushed her out of the way, happened to get a little boob action, a little graze. And this you got to see, the top ten funny news bloopers. I think the top ten of last month or— Something like that. I love those news bloopers, but we got those plus funny dog fails of 2017. Things that go wrong when dogs are trying to do something. Fails make me feel better about myself. I love fails, and I love bloopers. It's 557 on AM Tampa Bay. You know what makes me sick? You know what makes me so mad? I just want to trim my hangnail with a table saw. I guess times are hard all over. I'm still working two jobs. Most everybody I know has some little job on the side trying to make ends meet. But how hard is it out there? Well, the local naked lady bar out by the freeway just added a lunch buffet. Hard times indeed. Now, I have been to that naked lady bar a time or two, and I have been to a buffet a time or two. At no time... Have I ever been in the naked lady bar watching them young hard bodies strut around in nine-inch heels and spin around the pole all naked-like 
And at no time have I ever thought, these naked women are pretty cool, but I could really go for a big plate of macaroni and cheese about now, maybe even some pot roasted. But to tell you the truth, I have gone to a buffet with my old lady Pearl, and while she's yammering on and on about some stupid reality show housewife thing on whatever, I have looked down at my corn and mashed potatoes and gravy, and I thought, this buffet would be a lot better if I was surrounded by naked, hard-body women instead of Pearl in her, in her stretchy little buffet sweatpants. So we went last weekend right after church. I told Pearl I had to help a buddy change the brakes on his truck. And then me and Dub and Junior Meeker, we headed out to the Naked Lady Club for their special Sunday buffet. Now, usually when I hit a breakfast-lunchtime buffet, I want more than a serving tray full of soggy egos, fuzzy strawberries, lukewarm milk, and a big box of generic Cheerios. But who needs name-brand Cheerios and cold milk when we have Tiffany Devine on the main stage? And on the side stage, Miss Cognac Shasta. When old Tiffany and Miss Cognac start spinning and splitting and slapping and crawling and lurching around, you kind of forgot all about them soggy egos and store-brand Cheerios. Maybe they're on to something here. Just when you thought the world of buffets could not be improved upon, they have been. Like everything else in this world, buffets are better when you're surrounded by hard-working, bumping, grinding, naked, hard bodies whose sweater monkeys laugh at gravity. Wake up, America! They should put in a catwalk in the car park store. I'd spend even more money there. This is Earl Pitts American. Like me on Facebook and Twitter. Good morning, it's AM Tampa Bay with Jack Harris and Aaron Jacobson in for Teddy this morning, your doctors of enlightenment, and we're at 11 minutes after 6, and we've got an open segment here. If you'd like to uh, give us a call, by all means do so at 800-969-9352. We would like to hear what you have to say this morning. Um, We've got a lot of things to talk about, of course, the big stories now are who's going to become the new FBI director. And the president has been talking to a lot of uh, prospective candidates here. And then, of course, the special counsel that has been uh, appointed to oversee the FBI investigation of Russian efforts to influence the 2016 presidential election because we know how they somehow got into the minds of those Wisconsin and Michigan voters and had them vote for Donald Trump instead of for uh, the Hildebeest, somebody calls her. Some people do actually believe, though, that the Russians hacked the voting system. The voting they system. They truly believe that. Yeah, that is kind of amazing. But uh, and one of the things I've heard that what they talked about, one of the things that was secret was – the issue of laptop computers can be converted into bombs. And, of course, a Russian airline was brought down by a bomb, uh, what, several years ago, I guess it was, or a couple of years ago. But I don't know what's so secret about that. That seems like information you want to share with every country. Everybody everybody that has airlines in their country yeah, should know that. needs to know about that. You shouldn't allow laptops on board because – they can be converted into bombs and not be detected by the people who are in security. 
Hey, let's go to uh, Mark has a comment to make. Mark, what do you think? Hey, guys, real quick, some thoughts here. So we're being told that last February, Comey met with Donald Trump, and Trump uh, attempted to obstruct justice by asking Comey to drop the case against Flynn. Well, if that's the case, why in the last three months did not Comey take this issue to Congress if the President of the United States is obstructing justice? Comey was just before Congress last month. He didn't even bring this up. Then, after Comey's fired, apparently, somebody within the FBI leaks this story to one of Donald Trump's arch enemies, the New York Times. So we have people in the FBI apparently looking to take Donald Trump down after he fires Comey. This is what happens in banana republics. Yeah, it, it is. And it's these are people who were uh, Democrats who came into office when uh when obama was president and it's uh it is really ridiculous and if you read what he said the transcript of what he said he didn't say i'm going to fire you if you do anything on flynn or anything like that he just said go easy on the guy he's a nice guy or back off or whatever it was i forgot what the exact wording was but basically he said go easy on the guy he's a nice guy there wasn't anything wrong with that that's not coercing this is not going to rise to obstruction of justice, but the, 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 guys, this is um, this is looking more and more to me like this is a massive conspiracy within I don't know how many different departments of government to take this guy's presidency down, and this is bad. Yep, and taking the country down with it, I'll guarantee you. And thanks for your call, John. What do you think? Yeah, I'd like to know what is it exactly that the Russians did. What are they investigating? Because I didn't get a phone call from Vladimir Putin saying, you better vote for Trump. I don't know if you got your phone call. I, I missed but, my phone call, too. I think, Aaron, you did, too, didn't you? Some uh, shirtless guy on a horse wound up in my house, but it turned out not to be Putin. <laughs> well, you know, the difference, this is the difference between Republicans and Democrats. Democrats will stick together no matter what. I don't care what, 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 what's going on. They will stick together. Republicans do not. And that's our problem today in Washington, because we should be running things right now. But oh yeah, again, we're not. So we should you. be getting things done. Tax cuts. We should be getting uh, getting rid of Obamacare. We should be shoring up our southwestern border. And nothing's getting done because the Republicans are the obstructionists right now. You're right about that. Absolutely. Thank you. Hey, thanks for calling. I want to go to Jim down here. He's got a comment to make on Colin Kaepernick. And in case you've missed this, they're going to take. Colin Kaepernick's jersey and helmet and stuff like that, and put it in the African American Museum, in the Smithsonian Museum up in D.C. It's a new, uh, the it's been around I guess for about three years or something. It opened. I've watched it being constructed and everything. It's right on the mall. And Jim, what's your take on that? Well, I, I never heard uh, what you uh, talked about him, so I wanted first to know. Uh, what was about it? Because I heard Kaepernick, but I didn't know what was going on. But he's a moron. He's an idiot. You know, he, I heard that he has a uh, girlfriend or fiance that is some kind of activist, and he want to please her probably, or, or maybe she told him, if you're not going to stand up for black people, then you're not going to get any sex or something. She might, she must be hot. No sex for you. <laughs> no sex for you if you're not going to defend black people who being abused and killed by white cops, by the white racists. 
she's an idiot and he's a big time idiot. He's double idiot. I, I don't want to hear about that idiot. I hope he's going to go away forever. Well, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. idiots enough, but double idiot. That's a little too far. Well, you're you're defaming idiots. You shouldn't call him an idiot because that's slurring idiots. He's below that. Believe me, Jim. <laughs> If you said double, it's a lot. I would say triple then. (laughs) That'll do it. Hey, thank you, Jim. Appreciate it. Uh, Let's see. Who do we want to go to here, Jeff? I'll let Jeff call the shots. He's better at that. There you go. Uh, We got Jim in Ybor City. And, Jim, what's your comment? Jack, I'm shocked. Shocked some moment in the fear of our elections. Arrest the usual suspects. You know, if, (laughs) if someone wants to get an education, all they need to do is Google U.S. interference in foreign elections. This is what countries do. This is standard operational procedure, but the Republicans are allowing the Democrats to ride this hobby horse and deflect, deflect, deflect. When are the Republicans going to get smart and shut these people down? That is, and the Republicans are blowing it. They're the ones that have turned out to be Trump's enemy almost. That's for sure. Uh, Jeff, you got 30 seconds. Or I'm sorry, Alan, you got 30 seconds. What's your thought, Alan? These lunatics are why we won, why Trump won. And he's going to continue to win because nothing's going to come of this. It's the same smokescreen. Instead of worried about what Obama did, like giving cash loads in a plane of unmarked bills to Iran, or they, you see him talking to the Russians and going, well, the minute I become president, I'll have leeway to do whatever I want. Or Hillary giving 20% of the uranium, and then her Clinton find out. None of that matters, right? All these lunatics put them on a plane, crash into the side of a mountain, and then pay, play Patsy Klein songs. Yeah, that's that's very good. I forgot about that. Remember when he was talking to Vladimir Putin? He said, wait till I get elected, and then I'll have power to do whatever. The no, whispers heard around the up. world. Yeah. Now, that is scandal, but it was avoided by the mainstream press. No, that's, uh, I mean, this is crazy. Anyway, uh, we've got to go to the newsroom here now. We're at 619. Here's John Conrad. Our news is service of courtesy Chrysler Jeep. Smoke from an 8,000-acre brush fire burning through the Avon Park bombing range is most likely the smoke we're smelling here in Tampa. The fire is 0% contained. Fire crews from the Florida Forest Service working to get that fire under control. Motorists on Highway 27 and State Road 64 being told to use caution because of possible smoky conditions. Read more and see a short video of the fire at 970wfla.com. A brush fire in Lakeland last night forced the closing of the George Jenkins Boulevard overpass between Sloan and Kathleen. Lakeland Fire Department says the dry conditions and high winds caused that fire to spread quickly, but firefighters persevered and had that fire contained by nine last night. No houses or buildings were damaged, no one injured. We also have a photo gallery of those flames posted at 970wfla.com. Scientists say the active ingredient in marijuana improves memory performance and mental functioning. German and Israeli researchers tested small controlled doses of THC on old mice and found that it helped those animals' memory and capacity to learn. The scientists hope to next conduct a clinical trial on people to learn whether THC reverses aging effects and improves mental ability in the human brain. 
News Radio 970 WFLA Sports. Here's Aaron Jacobson. Some day game action for the Tampa Bay Rays yesterday. They won the series in Cleveland. They got the 7-4 win yesterday against the Indians. They take 2 out of 3 on the road trip. They go 4-2 and two against the Red Sox and the Indians combined. They are off today, but they're back at home at the Trop tomorrow night when the Yankees come to town. 7-10 game time. What's new? The Cleveland Cavaliers win again. They lead the series now one to nothing against the Boston Celtics. They got the one seventeen to one oh four win yesterday. In the NHL playoffs, the Ottawa Senators keep rolling. They beat the Pittsburgh Penguins five to one. They now lead that series two games to one. That's your 970 WFLA Sports Update. Our top stories, charges filed against a person of interest in the case of the hit and run that injured a Pasco teenager and protests overnight in Tulsa, where a police officer was found not guilty in the fatal shooting of a black motorist. Details to those headlines are coming up. The Tampa Bay forecast from Storm Team 8 meteorologist Lee Spann, partly cloudy, 10% rain chance, the high today, 96 That would break the record of 93 set on this date. Partly cloudy overnight, the morning low 75 Friday. Tomorrow afternoon, a 30% rain chance, the high 94. It's 77 in Tampa. For News Radio 970 WFLA, I'm John Conrad. American Funding Traffic Network. We have slow traffic southbound on the Veterans Expressway between Hutchinson and Gunn Highway, partly because of late running construction. There was a minor accident around Old Lakeland Highway and Dixie Drive. Looks like there's no lane blockage here. Still quiet on our area bridges. This traffic report is brought to you by Just Brakes. Are you driving on squeaky brakes? For a limited time at Just Brakes, your brake pads are free when installed by a Just Brakes technician. From the brake store that gives you more, visit JustBrakes.com for your free brake pads today. Daisy Ash, News Radio 970 WFLA. It's 626 on AM Tampa Bay, and our Fox News reporter John Decker is on board right now. And John, I don't quite understand this latest on Comey about him asking the FBI director to drop the investigation. Um of uh, that that doesn't seem that he i mean he didn't threaten him or anything like that according to the information that was given by comey what's the big deal about this yeah well there is a number of things that have happened just in the course of the past week one the president abruptly dismissed uh fbi director james comey and then there was a news report that you just alluded to uh, in the new york times in which according to the times uh there was a memo that james comey wrote in which he uh, indicated that the president in early February uh, suggested to him to drop the investigation of his former national security advisor, Michael Flynn. Now, I've read that article. I've read that excerpt from the memo. I don't think that, based upon what I've read, it jumps to the level of obstruction of justice or criminality. Now, it raises a lot of eyebrows. It's concerning. But that's what, you know, all of these investigations are looking into um, beyond the big uh, part of the investigation is to looking into the alleged ties between President Trump's campaign and Russian officials. Well, the thing is, with that particular thing, with that, uh, well, it was written by Comey, as that's what Donald Trump told him. I could understand it would be obstruction of justice if he said, I'm going to fire you if you don't stop the investigation of Flynn. Or uh, this is, you know, he didn't threaten him in any way. He just simply said, hey, why don't you back off on that thing? He's a nice guy. And basically, that was what he said. He said, I hope. Um, and that, that's an important element. He said it twice. I hope, you know, you can let this go. I hope you can let uh, uh, Michael Flynn go. And, and you're absolutely right. There was no 
quid pro quo that was put in that memo. No, hey, if you don't do this, you're going to face X or you're going to face Y. That would be obviously very troublesome for the president. But, you know, this is one memo uh, based upon one conversation, one meeting. And we also know that uh, the FBI director had numerous conversations and numerous meetings with the president. We haven't seen those memos yet. So this is a part of what it is that Robert Mueller, the former FBI director, will look into uh, as it relates to these alleged ties, as it relates to the firing of James Comey. Uh, And he's going to have the power to subpoena, the power to uh, compel the president if he wants to, to testify under oath under in a deposition. So this, these are massive powers that Robert Mueller will have as the special prosecutor. Do we have any idea that Comey-Trump conversation, do we have any idea where that leak originated from? We don't. I think it's a really good question. You know, it's, um, uh, it's, it's apparently, according to the New York Times, uh, that memo was read to that New York Times reporter by, quote, an associate close to James Comey. We don't know what that means. Could it be uh, an, a, a current FBI official? Could it be a member of uh, James Comey's family? Uh, we don't know the answer to that. Um, I, I think that that will perhaps be an element of the investigation, you know, just finding out where all these leaks are coming from. Yeah, that's, uh, but, a, that's a big deal. John, we're out of time now, but we absolutely. really appreciate your joining us here this morning, and we'll talk to you later. We'll talk to you real soon. Thank you so much. John Decker does good work here. Fox News reporter at 630. When you need to know. News Radio 970 WFLA. I'm Chris Trankman. Our top story at 630. Pasco County deputies make an arrest in that hit-and-run crash that injured a teenager in Holiday that was captured on video. News Radio 970 WFLA's Gordon Bird has a live update. Chris, as that video shows, an SUV barreled down Moog Road Monday, knocking 14-year-old Johnny Walsh Jr. off his bike. Mosquito control workers found the SUV behind a car dealership yesterday, and deputies arrested a man overnight. 20-year-old Christopher Try is accused of reckless driving with damage to a person or property, as well as leaving the scene of an accident. He's in jail on $10,500 bond. See that video at 970WFLA.com. Chris? News Radio 970 WFLA's Gordon Bird with a live update. Police officer found not guilty in Oklahoma shooting. That story ahead. First, let's update the roads. Here's Daisy Ash. From the Florida Central Auto Loans Traffic Center, we have slow traffic southbound on the Veterans Expressway from Hutchinson into Gunn Highway. Looks like they have picked up the cones from the earlier construction, but they're still off to the right side. Have an accident in Bartow, blocking State Road 60 at Armor Road in each direction. Also in Inverness, there's an accident blocking both directions of Main Street, U.S. 41 at Seminole Avenue. We're quiet so far in our area bridges. Daisy Ashton, Radio 970 WFLA. Record-setting heat expected today with a high of 96 degrees. 74 degrees at News Radio 970 WFLA. Protests overnight in Tulsa, Oklahoma, after a jury found a police officer not guilty in the death of a black man. Betty Shelby was on trial for manslaughter. She shot and killed Terrence Crutcher during a traffic stop. He was unarmed, but had reached into his SUV and did not follow Shelby's commands. Crutcher's brother, Tiffany, denounced Tulsa police after the verdict. And I'm going to make sure that I don't rest until we get reform for this police department in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And we change the culture of this corrupt police department. Officer Shelby had testified that she shot Crutcher because she believed he was reaching for a weapon.
The Justice Department has appointed former FBI Director Robert Mueller as special counsel to head the investigation into possible ties between the Trump campaign and Russia. House Oversight Committee Chairman Republican Congressman Jason Chaffetz says the Democrats have nothing to link the Trump campaign to Russia. I think some of them probably want to believe it, uh, even absent uh, evidence. I, I think their their sincerity is probably there, but a lot of them, I, I just don't. I, but if you try to go even an inch deep into what sort of evidence that they have, they got nothing. Nothing. Mueller issuing a statement saying he accepts the responsibility and will discharge it to the best of his ability. Florida's top prosecutor was in a Hillsborough County courtroom on Wednesday testifying against an accused stalker. State Attorney General Pam Bondi tells Hillsborough Judge Christine Vogel William Wilkes has been stalking her in Tampa. He came to my home in the middle of the night, a gentleman I do not know. Okay. On how many occasions? Uh, twice that I know of. In March, Bondi says he tapped on a window at her house in the middle of the night. Investigators say Wilkes showed up to Bondi's house again a couple weeks later, taken into custody. Bondi says Wilkes was released days later and started harassing her again. The judge has granted a restraining order, which means Wilkes has to stay more than 100 feet away from Bondi, her home and offices. He remains jailed on charges that include stalking. Sharon Parker, News Radio 970 WFLA. Heavy smoke is expected to blow into Tampa Bay this morning, the result of that massive wildfire in Avon Park in Highlands County. The winds are blowing from east to west, and the 8,000-acre blaze is generating huge amounts of smoke, so much so that dispatchers in Hillsborough County are getting calls from residents who mistakenly thought there was a fire in their neighborhood. You can see pictures and video at our website, 970wfla.com. It's 6.34. Weather is next. Good morning. It's AM Tampa Bay with our information stimulus package here. Jack and Aaron in for Teddy this morning. And thank you for being on board here at 6.40. Coming up on 6.41. And time to talk about our second favorite subject here with our favorite person to do it with. And that would be Laura Riley, the food critic for the uh, Tampa Bay Times. And... Laura, what are we being treated with this week? Well, this week, just in anticipation of uh, the, the many months of warm we have yet to come, um, I ended up doing a, a roundup of non-ice cream frozen treats. So I think, I think last year I did milkshakes, and maybe the year before that I did just you know soft serve. And I thought, well, all right, well, what else is out there? Um, so I did a roundup of you know uh, snowballs and Kona ice and... Uh, shave ice, all those kinds of things. I haven't had a good shaved ice in a long time. Yeah, well, and I also, I, I have no idea why, but in, in Hawaii, they don't even, there's no D on it. It's not shaved ice. It's just shave ice. So, shave ice. Ah. Yeah, you know, get with the program here. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I did a little, you know, went to Hippo Ice Pops and Whatever Pops and uh, and then checked out some of the, the um they call it gelato in in Italy, but it's really just the the shave ice with layered with the custard. I thought um, so gelato was just kind of like ice cream. Here. Yeah, well, it's kind of a. I'm not sure what the origin of this interpretation is, but it's um, you get that at like Rita's Italian Ice or Mr. Penguin on on Platt Street in Tampa. Laura, how do you choose the topics you're going to do? Because I know it's hot and it's the summer's coming up. But are you like I feel like I'm, I want to get some uh, frozen treats for a couple of weeks. <laughs> have the paper pay, pick up the tab yeah well yeah no I mean, we were kind of t- talking over you know what haven't we done in a while and we thought well you know we give a lot of love to ice cream 
Um, but you know, let's let's uh, turn our attentions elsewhere for you know a couple weeks. Um, also, I was very curious. You know, this this new phenomenon of the the griddled, the kind of frozen griddled Thai rolled ice cream. Um, that's something that's really swept the area. You know, we have I think we have four or five of those places now. So I thought, well, let's check those out. Um, does it taste any different than regular ice cream? Yeah, it's a little less sweet, um, and often, you know, I, I had it a couple places. The the one in on Central Ave in uh, St. Pete, Iceberg, you can have it with taro or coconut, so kind of Asian inflected flavors, and then you top it with boba or sprinkles, soy or those sauce, kinds of fruit. Um, yeah, it's it's good, and it's visually it's so Instagram ready because it's you know it's these kind of beautiful rosettes topped with you know fruit or whatever. So everyone's you know got their phone out before they take a bite. I, n- I noticed one of the places you covered was Larry's Ice Cream. It used to be a monster back in the I think late seventies and early eighties because we did advertising for them. And I remember one time in a spot saying there are nine locations in the Bay Area. And now the only one I've seen, I think Larry started in uh, Temple Terrace, but the only one I've seen now is on St. Pete Beach. Yeah, I think that's the only one. Yeah, and but they still do a pretty monster business in the summer, you know. And, and I think they do lots of different flavors of soft serve and regular, you know, scoop ice cream. Um, yeah, no, I mean, that's kind of an old-timey treat that place i tell you what i used to love was pink berries i mean i still love pink berries but we had one briefly at west shore mall and it's long gone yeah i I don't know why that didn't take you know we had a few of those we had honey bunny and something frog i can't remember what what it was but yeah all of a sudden they were everywhere and then boom nowhere see those are all names that i would think would be perfect for ice cream bows you have bows on here bows ice cream have you been to that place i have not Oh my gosh, it is it is old school and you know you get a they're really known for their banana splits and it's pretty low tech, you know, it's just kind of bananas on the bottom, ice cream toppings, etc. That's the way I like it. Yeah, no, but really just just old school, you know, you have your flip-flops on and the mosquitoes are buzzing and you're sitting out on a on a picnic table eating a banana split. Mm, I like that. Says but, summer to me. How do you like the yogurtology places? Oh, I think they're fun. I, I like those places. I, I think there's something nice about that style of yogurt because it's not super, super sweet and desserty. You know, it, it kind of you have this illusion that it's at least you know marginally good for you. You like a good froyo, Jack? Yeah. A what? A froyo, frozen yogurt. Froyo. Oh, frozen yogurt. Yeah. Froyo. Yeah, I like it. It's. I don't know. To me, I I, I got to go with the ice cream all well, day. Well, I like ice cream. That's my favorite, and that's the new trend though. The froyo, the frozen yeah. yogurt. Sure. But no, I'm I'm with the old style. Well, I still got to get you some time to check out Ivoronis and Malios. The all uh, right, we're gonna do it one of these days, brothers, for sure, and <laughs> maybe patches too. Great place for fellowship and lots of food. No foodie stuff at any of them. <laughs> that's that's your burnt toast destination. Yeah, that's my burnt toast place. They call it the burnt toast tour. <laughs> By the way, oh yeah, we went to Donatello's last night. How was it? It was it was really good. Everybody loved it and ran into the mayor there and uh, Jim and Barbara Major, old friends of ours. That they used to be a TV station manager. And is that like a good old school Italian cuisine? Oh, uh, absolutely. I like that. Yeah. I want to feel like I'm in like The Sopranos. Yeah, oh, definitely. And they still do the the Caesar salad, you know, kind of toss table side, and they do a really great 
their pesto pasta is spectacular, which is such a simple thing, but it's so seldom done well. Yeah, everybody had a great time for sure, but... Anyway, Laura, I, I knew it. Here comes. What's Gabagool? What, I always want to know, what is Gabagool, Laura? Do you know what that is, Laura? Gabagool? Gabagool? No, what is that? I don't know. I hear Tony Soprano say, and I want to yeah, know what it is. I don't Sounds know. Delicious. I don't, do we even want to know? It's probably better than that. <laughs> You're right. Don't absolutely. tell anybody if you know. <laughs> you got to keep your mouth shut about Gabagool, whatever you guys are saying here. Anyway, thank you, Laura, and we'll read all about it in the Tampa Bay Times. All right. Talk to you soon. A little yeah. bit of the gabagool, the capicola, you put it on together, and boom, bam, and there you go. Yeah, we went with uh, Charles and Leanne Knight, our old friends. He used to do TV with me as the chef, or I called him, used to call him third best cook in America. And We're the uh, first two. Uh, and the teacher said, well, you're in Ireland now, so from now on, you're going to be known as Frank. And Muhammad went home after school, and his mother said, uh, how was your day, Muhammad? And he said, my name is not Mohammed. I'm in Ireland, and now my name is Frank. And she said, are you ashamed of your name? Are you trying to dishonor your parents, your heritage, your religion? Shame on you. And his mother beat him. And uh, then she called his father, and he whipped him again. And the next day, Mohammed returned to school, and the teacher saw all the bruises and said, what happened to you, Frank? And he said, well, shortly after becoming an Irishman, I was attacked by two friggin' Arabs. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, we got Rack Your Brain coming up here in six minutes, so get on board for that as we go to the newsroom and John Conrad. A Navy admiral is going to spend some time in the brig. The first active duty admiral ever to be convicted of a federal crime was sentenced in San Diego to 18 months behind bars. Rear Admiral Robert Gilbo admitted to lying about his 20-year relationship with a defense contractor involved in a bribery and fraud scandal. Dozens of members of the notorious MS-13 street gang are off the streets in Los Angeles. Officials say over 40 members of the gang were charged with committing crimes involving murder, drugs, and prostitution. That investigation began in June of 2014. It's believed to be the biggest gang leadership crackdown ever. Chris Cornell, lead singer of rock band Soundgarden and Autoslave, is dead. In a statement, his representative says Cornell's death was sudden and unexpected. The family says it will be working closely with the medical examiner to determine the cause of death and ask for privacy. Chris Cornell was 52 years old. News Radio 970 WFLA Sports. Here's Aaron Jacobson. Alex Cobb kept it rolling for the Rays yesterday in Cleveland. They won 7-4 on seven strong innings pitch by Alex Cobb. He threw the most pitches, 115, since his Tommy John surgery. The Rays off today, back at home tomorrow against the Yankees, 7-10 game time. In the NBA playoffs, the Cleveland Cavaliers got off to a good start in their series against the Celtics. They beat Boston yesterday 117-104 in Boston. They now have a 1-0 series lead there. In the NHL playoffs, the Ottawa Senators beat the Pittsburgh Penguins 5-1 yesterday. They now have a 2-1 series lead. That's your 970 WFLA Sports Update. Our top stories. The smoke you're smelling in the air, it's probably because of a big fire in the Avon Park bombing range. And the reaction to the appointment of Robert Mueller as head of the special counsel investigating Russia's influence in the presidential election. Details to those headlines are coming up. Our Tampa Bay forecast from Storm Team 8 meteorologist Lee Spann. Partly cloudy, a 10% rain chance. High today, 96. That would break the record set on this date of 93. Partly cloudy tonight, 75. Friday, a 30% rain chance, but hot. 
Tomorrow's high, 94. It's 77 in downtown Tampa. 4 News Radio, 970 WFLA. I'm John Conrad. From the Florida Central Auto Loans Traffic Center, still have slow traffic southbound on the Suncoast Parkway from Lutz Lake Fern in toward Ehrlich. State Road 60 is blocked in Bartow with an accident near Armour Road. And in Inverness, an accident blocks 41 Main Street at Seminole Avenue. This traffic report is brought to you by the Florida Lottery. One off from the Florida Lottery, available for pick two, three, four, and five games. Missed by one on any or all numbers and still win. It's your ticket to make it close enough, good enough to win. Daisy Ash, News Radio 970 WFLA. Rack your brain. Brought to you by Crown Eurocars. Our categories are 70s TV trivia, presidential, and name that tune. And Carl is going to win it all for us here. Carl, do you want... 70s TV trivia, presidential, or name that tune? Uh, Presidential. Presidential. How many presidents have been assassinated? The uh, three. No, unfortunately, that's not right. Let's go to uh, Toby. Toby, do you want to go with uh, 70s TV trivia, presidential, or name that tune? Um, Let's go with uh, presidential. How many presidents have been assassinated? Four. Four is absolutely right. You've got it. Uh, it was. You want to name them? Uh, let me see if I can do that. Abraham Lincoln. Yep. I want to say McKinley. Yep. Kennedy. Yep. If I'm not mistaken, Jack, I want to say Garfield. And you got it. You could have named right. them all as well. That's pretty good. That's like You're bonus. You're a very well-educated fella here. And what does he win? You're going to get a pair of tickets to see the Rays versus the L.A. Angels at the Trop, of course, Thursday, May 25th. That's a 1.10 p.m. game. And what's the phrase that pays? WFLA all day, every day with Jack and Ted and Aaron. There you go. And don't forget Jeff. <laughs> He's in the other room here. That's great, Toby. Thank you. And hold on here. We'll fix you up. By the way, we're down to uh, the Senators leading the Penguins two games to one in that series. They demolished them last night, 5-1. to one. Four goals in that first period, Jack. I thought the Penguins were going to win it all. And the Predators leading the Ducks two games to one. I'm not surprised at that. I kind of figured it was going to be the Preds and the, and the Penguins in the finals of the Penguins winning it, but they're going to have to struggle to stay in there. A lot of work for the Penguins. Man, I'll say. Uh, we're coming up on 6.57 on AM Tampa Bay. <laughs> Nine seventy WFLA now brings you the Rush Morning Update. Brought to you by Audibel Hearing Aids. Plug into Rush again later today at noon. Well, folks, I guess it was only a matter of time. I guess it was inevitable. Thirty-seven-year-old Erica Anderson, recently a bride, her New York City wedding was picture perfect. She wore a beautiful white dress. She walked down the aisle with a bouquet of flowers, with the Brooklyn Bridge and the New York City skyline behind her. And it was time for Erica to take the big step, which she did willingly. She took her wedding vows with herself. That's right, my friends. She married herself. Solo gammy is what it's called, sologamy. Ms. Anderson's part of a new and growing trend called sologamy. Happy Bride later discussed her big day and what it meant to her. I would describe it as women saying yes to themselves, she said. It means that we are enough even if we are not partnered with someone else. Uh, is it Ms. or Mrs. Anderson? I don't know. Whatever. She revealed that she had gotten tired of friends and family asking when she was going to get married. So in front of them, she tied the knot to herself, by herself, with herself. 
Now, before you brush this off as pathetic or the ultimate expression of narcissism, here's the thing. Ms. Mrs. Anderson is not alone, in a manner speaking. Businesses have sprung up eager to help sologamists create their perfect wedding day. Some companies sell wedding kits. Others provide typical services like photography. The trend is not going away. As for Mrs. Anderson, I hope she had a heck of a honeymoon. Good morning, Jack Harris and Aaron Jacobson in for Teddy this morning. Your Ayatollahs of Information at 7-Eleven. Um, we've got uh, the Democratic National Convention is trying to pull things together here, and they're planning a 50-state resistance summer tour to try to bring together Trump opposition. And Tanya Powers, our Fox News reporter, is on board here this morning. And, Tanya, are they maybe a little bit late for that? Maybe they should have done that before November. Well, I, I think they've seen what happened in November and have, you know, decided, look, uh, you know, we better we better get moving before the next one. Um, and, you know, it's it's really not too early if you're if you're the Democrats. Uh, it's not too early if you're the Republicans either, because remember, we've already seen the first 2020 campaign spot from the president already. It, it ran in the last couple of weeks. Uh, so it appears that that we are just constantly in an election cycle now. Who, who ran? <laughs> we don't get a break anymore. Who ran ads for uh, the presidency? Uh, he did. Oh, the president. T- the president has already been running ads. For yes, there re-election. was an ad that came out. Um, I want to say it was 102 days. Was the was the mark? Um, yeah, it's already the the one for 2020 has already come out. Matter of fact, I think he already filed the paperwork. Uh, to run again on inauguration day, if I'm not mistaken. Now, are, are those the spots that somebody wouldn't run, some outlet wouldn't run, or something like that? No, yeah, this, these are the ones that he he released a press release because he was upset because CNN wouldn't run them. I believe it was CNN. Yeah, CNN refused to run his commercials. Right. No, right. Did that particular ad? Yeah. Now you and with that news on both sides, I mean, can't what's going on? Why aren't people just concentrating on the now? That's a good question. Um, I don't know, because there's there are so many things going on in the now. Uh, you know, I guess with the Democrats, I mean, they're doing this resistance summer um, thing, which is uh, that's, you know, their branding. But it's it's a ba- it's a way to get basically, uh, you know, build some build some uh, voter interest to for lack of a better thing. They're pumping a million dollars into rallies and town halls, also uh, voter registration um working on the uh you know making sure they've got voter voter registration and voter databases up to date that kind of thing so that's that's where this money's going to go it's a 50 state thing so when you look at it i mean a million dollars over 50 states is is not just a ton of money but some of these local uh not local but state folks say that they're going to they already know where they're going to put the money well michigan says they're going to help pay for new field organizers that they've hired um Initially, that money will go to Arizona, Massachusetts, Michigan, Kansas, and South Dakota, and then it will spread out from there. Well, I guess we can never have enough uh, electioneering. It's sure starting mighty, mighty early. and we're gonna... It is, and it's, and it's on both sides. I think that's important to, to remember. But, yeah, it seems like we used to at least get, you know, a year and a half or two uh, of of governing and, and, and not necessarily thinking about the next one, but now it's, 
it seems to be constant. Who are they rallying for, though? There's no Democratic nominee or anyone even candidate even thinking about running. I mean, we have a, a list of names that we, you know, we assume could be out there. But what are they rallying for? Just the Democratic well, Party? Yeah, it's not necessarily a, a presidential candidate because, like you said, there's there's not any there's not anybody yet. I mean, it's it's too early for that uh, because the landscape between now and and you know 2020 could look very very different as it did the lab over the last four years, if you'll recall. Um, but I mean, there's also midterms coming up. There's there's a lot of other stuff going on, and there's already grassroots, um, uh, you know. I won't say efforts, drives, whatever you want to call it. There's already that going on in a lot of different places um, in the U.S. It's just not, you know, up to now they haven't gotten uh, major funding or help from the DNC at this point. It's It's the million-dollar I hate Donald Trump club is what it is. Uh, I wouldn't call it that, but (laughs) I'm a journalist. (laughs) I can't, I can't, you know, I can't say that. That's, that's not. That's not what they're calling it. Let me put it that way. Okay. So-called journalists are doing it all over the place, so don't worry about it, Tanya. Hey, thanks for joining us on AM Tampa Bay this morning. Sure. Tanya Powers, our Fox News reporter on AM Tampa Bay. That's the thing I don't get is they're pumping a million dollars into people rallying. What are they rallying for? Like, what are you rallying against? They're just anti-Trump. It's one million dollar I hate Donald Trump fund. Yeah, it is. Note from Lonnie Cowan on Facebook, who's one of our big fans, who says, are you still filling your brainwashed idiots the same crap? Obama was awesome and genuinely cares about our nation. I love seeing the bigoted, zealot GOP party falling all over itself with its dumbed-down base. Treasonous party, not patriotic. Why can't, okay, why can't you be somebody that doesn't like Trump, but you don't have to go full Obama? Like, you can say Obama didn't do a great job, but you know what? Trump's not doing a great job either. I don't think Trump's doing a fantastic job early, facing a lot of opposition. I think Lonnie is joining Hillary and saying that we're deplorable. I I think that's what I heard as well. But, Lonnie, thanks for listening and keeping us top-rated show. Appreciate that. We really appreciate that. And, by the way, I do want to mention, um, speaking of listeners, but Tim Bryce, who writes, I think, for the Huffington Post, but I read his stuff all the time. And he's got some great stuff. And if you want to check it out, you can go to timbrice.com. He had a great one. I forgot now what it was on. I read yesterday. Uh, but he lives in Palm Harbor here. But it's timbryce.com. And if you like reading, and he's conservative, obviously, I think you would like it. Uh, G. David Howard had this note saying, I can't believe it took me this long to figure out why Obamacare stinks. It was just like a bowel movement. It had to be passed in order to find out what was in it, <laughs> which is pretty funny. They had to pass it to find out what was in it. It was like a bowel movement. <laughs> there it is. And last and maybe least here, the room was full of pregnant women with their husbands, and the instructor said, ladies, remember that exercise is good for you. Walking is especially beneficial. Strengthens the pelvic muscles, and it'll make delivery that much easier. Just pace yourself. Make plenty of stops. Try to stay on a soft surface like a grass path. And gentlemen, remember, you're in this together. It wouldn't hurt you to go walking with her. In fact, that shared experience would be good for you both. And the room became very quiet as the men absorbed this information. And after a few moments, a man, name unknown, at the back of the room slowly raised his hand, and the instructor said, yes. And he said, I was just wondering, would it be all right if she carries a golf bag? (laughs) Yeah, that's that's it. (laughs) 
Anyway, it's 718. Let's go to the Storm Team 8 Weather Center and meteorologist Lee Spann. And Lee, we had one of the hottest days ever yesterday. Yeah. 98 degrees officially at Tampa International Airport. Now, that obviously broke the daily record of 96, but as you mentioned, the all-time record high for the Tampa International Airport is 99. We set that back on June 5th of 1985, so we were just one degree away from that. So, hey, it's a cool down today, down to 96, right? (laughs) Yeah, very hot. Should shatter the old records today, which is 93. Even tomorrow, mid-90s should be about the record high for tomorrow as well. So, But what we need is some rain. It'll cool us down and help out with this drought and wildfires. Well, I can't wait for summer to get here to cool off. Right. We start getting that sea breeze and the afternoon showers much cooler. Oh, I hope so. It's 19 after 7, and here's John Conrad in the newsroom. Thanks, Jack. Our news is service of Duncan Duo. How many pot dispensaries should be allowed in Hillsborough County? There's going to be a public hearing June 7th. County Commissioner Les Miller says it's about time. I was one that basically kept saying we need to wait to see what the legislature was going to do. Well, the legislature disappointed 21 million people in the state of Florida by doing absolutely nothing uh, on this issue and other issues up there. So I'm, I wholeheartedly support us moving forward with having this uh, public hearing and what needs to be done here in Hillsborough County. The proposal calls for one dispensary per 67,000 residents, which would amount to a maximum of 13 in the county. The National Football League says it has no record of Tom Brady having a head injury or concussion after his wife, Gis- Gis- Giselle Bungeon made that claim in an interview on CBS. The supermodel said Brady had a concussion last year and suggested he suffered a number of concussions in the past. News Radio 970 WFLA Sports. Here's Aaron Jacobson. Some day game action for the Tampa Bay Rays yesterday. They won the series in Cleveland. They got the 7-4 win yesterday against the Indians. They take 2 out of 3 on the road trip. They go 4-2 and two against the Red Sox and the Indians combined. They are off today, but they're back at home at the Trop tomorrow night when the Yankees come to town. 7-10 game time. What's new? The Cleveland Cavaliers win again. They lead the series now 1-0 against the Boston Celtics. They got the 117-104 win yesterday. In the NHL playoffs, the Ottawa Senators keep rolling. They beat the Pittsburgh Penguins 5-1. They now lead that series two games to one. That's your 970 WFLA Sports Update. Our top stories this morning. A person of interest is now a person behind bars. There's been an arrest in the hit-and-run case that injured a Pasco teenager, and reaction to former FBI Director Robert Mueller's appointment as a special counsel to lead a federal investigation into allegations that Donald Trump's campaign collaborated with Russia to sway the 2016 election. The details to those headlines still ahead. For News Radio 970 WFLA, I'm John Conrad. For the Funding Traffic Network, have an accident in Bartow on State Road 60 westbound near Armor Road. The westbound traffic has to use one of the eastbound left lanes to get by. And westbound I-4 slows from Thanoda Sessor Road to McIntosh, from Orient Road to Dr. King, and from the Selman Connector to 275. This traffic report is brought to you by Sims Crane and Equipment. Sims Crane, Florida's premier crane safety and rigging experts offering cutting-edge technology Technology for on-time crane operations, small and large. Always available. Visit simscrane.com. Daisy Ash, News Radio 970 WFLA. If you uh, want to talk about something, give us a call at 800-969-9352. Wanted to get this one in here about uh, in January, the Boy Scouts announced they would accept members based on the gender listed on their applications, uh, not requiring that that application matched the kid's biological gender at birth. 
So basically, whatever the kid feels like. Uh, if it's a girl that feels like a boy, she can get into the Boy Scouts now for more than 100 years. Uh, you know, it was the information on your, your birth certificate, but that's no longer sufficient as communities and state laws are interpreting gender identity differently. And uh, last week, the group, which has always been primarily for boys, met at their headquarters in Irving, Texas, to figure out how to add programs for girls to the Boy Scouts. They said a single parent with a boy and a girl wants to be able to take them to the same place at the same time for scouting activities. What if a boy wants to be, what are they, brownies? Yeah, I guess they can be a brownie or a Girl Scout. That'll be coming. But here's the interesting thing. How long until they decide to change the name of the Boy Scouts to something that doesn't reinforce gender binary thinking it will, just be, the, it will just be the scouts uh yeah or the unisex scouts or something like that are they I gonna mean, start selling cookies too i guess they could or something else maybe <laughs> kick it up a notch and do barbecue instead or something you know <laughs> let's hope so that's not gender binary boy scout oh, or, or yeah binary scout cookies binary barbecue man hey jim's got a comment to make here jim in newport richie what do you think Hey guys, how you doing? You doing know, I'm great. glad I'm fifty. I'm glad I'm fifty-six years old because the world that we're leaving our kids is going to be as screwed up as Hogan's goat. I'm tired <laughs> of both of the parties. I'm tired of the Republicans playing obstruction politics with what Trump wants to do. I'm tired with I'm tired with Chuck Schumer standing up there and and being just the proverbial New York idiot that he is. And now you're talking about the Boy Scouts and. Uh, Whatever happened to folks just being folks and common sense ruling the things? And I uh, listened to the Rush Minute, and this woman married herself because. It, 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 am I old, or has the world just gone freaking stupid? <laughs> I think you're right. And by the way, what you're referring to, the woman, I had that story here too. It's called now sologamy. That's where somebody marries themselves. They, they don't. Mean, they love you some. That had to happen in New York, San Francisco, L.A., one of these big cities where just the lunacy of the world rules. I, I think back to, to two weeks ago when you had that idiot off the NAACP and, yeah. and, and the stupidity that she was spouting. And then it's just common sense doesn't rule anymore. Nothing. We're a nation, we're a nation of, of special interest, and that's the only thing that, that rules anymore. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, the sologamous. How big of an ego do you have to have to marry, to marry yourself? yourself? That was up in yeah. New York City. But well, wait happens till the divorce comes. How's she going to half that stuff, you know? Who's <laughs> going to have to who's gonna get the alimony? Who's going to get the child support, all right? <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting. How's she going to have babies? <laughs> That'll be kind of tough. Hey, let's go to Nick, who has a comment to make. Nick, you got about 30 seconds. Let her rip. Okay, couple gold. It's made up of two words. It means head, you know, kapo, and kolo comes from the word neck. We have the, we, from uh, kolo comes the word collar. So it, literally it means the meat from the head and the neck area, including the shoulders. Very tasty. It's like a salami or a pepperoni. See, the way he says it, Jack. tends to be reddish. Just the way, say it again, capicola. Capicola means oh. head. And sh- uh, the way and you say it, I just want a piece. It's Capacola. delicious. Capacola. Oh, Capacola. I like that, Nick. <laughs> Thank you for the calling. <laughs> it's 730 on AM Tampa Bay. Wow.
Good morning, I'm Chris Trankman. Our top story at 7.30, a big new wildfire. It covers 8,000 acres in the Avon Park bombing range. That's between Lake Wales and Sebring. No injuries and no homes in danger. It's adding enough smoke in the air, though, to be noticeable in the Bay Area. You can see more on that fire at 970WFLA.com. Robert Mueller named to lead Russia investigation. That story ahead. First, let's get an update on the roads. Here's Daisy Ash. From Florida Central Auto Loans Traffic Center in Bartow, there's an accident blocking the westbound traffic on State Road 60 near Armour Road. The westbound traffic has to use the left eastbound lane in order to get by. Traffic's really backed up into here. You might try an alternate, such as East County Road 540A. We have slow traffic westbound on I-4 from Thanota Sasser Road to Forbes Road and from Orient Road to Dr. King and also from the Selman Connector into 275. And we slow southbound on the Suncoast Parkway from Lutz Lake Fern to Gunn Highway on the Veterans Expressway. Daisy Ashens Radio 970 WFLA. Temperatures soar through the afternoon up to 96. That should break the record with just a 10% chance of a shower. It's 75 degrees at News Radio 970 WFLA. Reaction to the naming of former FBI Director Robert Mueller to act as special counsel in the Trump-Russia investigation. Reporter Chad Pergram says this should go over well in Congress. Generally, Mueller is thought of very highly on Capitol Hill. His reputation is close to impeccable. President Donald Trump is is saying that uh, he looks forward to having this resolved quickly. But things with an independent counsel, a special prosecutor, whatever the term you want to use, uh, these things take time. Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein is due on Capitol Hill today to answer questions about the firing of James Comey. He's likely to get questions about the Mueller probe as well. The House Majority Leader is calling remarks made last year about President Trump and Russia a joke. Kevin McCarthy was caught in a recording during the campaign saying he believed Russia's Vladimir Putin paid Trump off. The Washington Post says it followed a meeting with Ukraine's Prime Minister, who told them the Russians were funding populist candidates to undermine democracy in Eastern Europe. Hillsborough County commissioners are taking steps to limit the number of medical pot shops in the county. Hillsborough County Commissioner Ken Hagen says he's been unsettled by the current county ordinance that would allow an unlimited number of medical marijuana dispensaries. So he's proposing that there be a maximum of 13 in unincorporated Hillsborough, one for every 67,000 residents. I'm having flashbacks to the pill mill nightmare, and I am confident that we want to prevent anything like that from happening again. Commissioner Les Miller supports the idea, seeing that state lawmakers took no action on medical marijuana regulations. I don't know if they have a special session, so there's no need for us to wait for the legislature to do anything on this. I think we need to move forward. So there'll be a public hearing on the Hillsborough County proposal June 7th. Sharon Parker, News Radio 970 WFLA. An arrest in Monday's hit and run crash that was caught on video that injured a 14 year old boy. Pasco deputies arrested 20 year old Christopher Try overnight. He's charged with reckless driving and leaving the scene of a crash. 14 year old Johnny Walsh Jr. suffered minor injuries when an SUV knocked him off his bike on Moog Road in Holiday. Not guilty. Tulsa police officer Betty Jo Shelby acquitted of manslaughter charges in the death of Terrence Crutcher, who was unarmed but did not follow commands to lie down and reached into the SUV at a traffic stop. This is Shelby during a 60 Minutes interview in April. My incident is not a racist incident. I am not racist. Race had no factor 
in what happened. A small group of protesters chanted outside the courthouse following the verdict. Crutcher's sister called the Tulsa Police Department corrupt following the meeting, claiming they murdered her brother. It's 734 at News Radio 970 WFLA. Weather is next. Good morning. It's AM Tampa Bay with shovel ready information and entertainment, and Jack Harris and Aaron Jacobson in for Teddy this morning. Hey, on our webpage at 970wfla.com slash AMTB, we got a BBC news reporter uh, touches a woman's breast to move her off camera, and then she reacts by smacking him. And then we got the top 10 funny news bloopers. You got to check those. But we got a guest who's never done either. Never uh, grabbed some woman's breast while he was reporting or never committed one of those bloopers. And that would be Steve Andrews. The, well, good morning. Uh, uh, no, I have never done that. I, I'm listening going, what? <laughs> <laughs> Our News Channel 8 senior investigative reporter and father of two remarkable young women who obviously take their looks from their mom. Absolutely. There's no doubt about that. Thank hey, everybody <laughs> knows about Erin and the yeah. enormous success that she's had and being on Dancing with the Stars and all that stuff like that, and obviously uh, a sports reporter. But uh, tell us about your other daughter real quickly. Oh, Kendra, she's my crown jewel. I love her so much. She uh, She's Erin's uh, younger sister, and she uh, majored in dance at FSU, uh, incredible dancer. Um, has performed and choreographed uh, on the Oscars and the Emmys, national uh, stage, and uh, she has also been uh, selected to play certain roles in certain movies. She was on an episode of House a year or so ago. Um, a lot of these, uh, a lot of these uh, roles that Ken has gotten have been um, uh, sultry roles. You know, um, yeah. a, uh, a a dancer at a strip club on house uh and you know when she auditioned for the job she told me about it and i said ken this is the one and only time i'm ever going to tell you i hope you get this job as a stripper (laughs) well steve you you have reared some great daughters a couple of great daughters there's no doubt about that but we wanted to talk to you about an investigative reporting and that's your va um, investigation and tell us what you've learned well, Jack, you know, you're a veteran. We've, we've done many stories over the last year or so, maybe two years, about, about what happens to veterans when they come home. You know, I mean, the cost of war is enormous, and we keep paying for it, even after these guys are home, and guys and gals, I should say. Tonight's story is going to focus on a Marine who went to Iraq, former six foot six sniper with the Pasco County Sheriff's Office, um, joined up after September 11th, and as he was um, riding on an assault vehicle through Iraq, roadside bomb went off, shrapnel went through his head. Um, The doctors, uh, the military called his mom and said, we want you to get over to Germany to meet him, to escort his body home. He's not going to make it. Hmm. I mean, can you imagine a phone call like that? Oh, my Lord. Uh, Yeah. So she went... She uh, met up with Josh, and, uh, you know, when he was, she said there was a a towel over the top of his head. She lifted it up, and most of his skull was gone. His brain was exposed. And she prepared herself for him to die. When she leaned over, he was burned very badly from the waist up. 
she said there was one little spot on his cheek that wasn't burned, so she leaned over and kissed that. He grabbed her arm. Somehow he was conscious. Somehow he was aware of her presence. Anyway, she said, I'm not going to give up on this guy, and she didn't. She brought him home. Eventually he got home. He, he's got great rehabilitation. Uh, the Marines provided tremendous care for him. But now he's home. He's, it took three years for him to get home. And in 2011, the VA rolled out a terrific program called the Post-9-11 Veteran Caregiver Program. And it provides basically care or pay, I should say, services for those who provide care to veterans in their own home. Like this mom, she puts in 24 hours a day, seven days a week, whatever her son needs. She's there providing him therapy. Unfortunately, what's happening in the last couple of years, the VA has basically culled the herd. 26,000 of these caregivers have been terminated from the program, many of them unlawfully, many of them given no reason at all. Some of them told, well, we're cutting you out because your veteran has improved. Well, in many cases, the veterans have deteriorated. This lady has got Josh. She's he's learned to re, uh, relearn to walk, relearn to talk. He is a walking and talking miracle, and she's terrified that she is next on the list. This is something she lives with every day. Something she's worried about every day. Something Congress, you know, they passed a law that provided seven hundred and sixty-five million dollars to provide for these caregivers. She lives on, you know, maybe 2,500 bucks a month so she can spend 24 hours a day, seven days a week with her son providing him the therapy that he needs. How, Steve, how do they is, determine if somebody is rehabilitated? Because with something like this, it seems like you're never going to be rehabilitated. It's, it's for life. Well, you're, you're so right, Aaron. And, and you know, uh, in Josh's case, he is permanently and totally disabled but that sometimes doesn't matter. Um, I spoke with a woman who also has suffered tremendous injuries as a result of her service in Iraq. She was cut from the program. They told her, they sent her a note and said, congratulations on your graduation. Her lung capacity when she went into this program was 70%. When they cut her off, it was down to 30%. Oh, and she's like, they have the gall? to actually congratulate me on getting better, I'm terminal. She said that her situation, a nurse answered questions that were never asked, fabricated answers, and she was culled from the program. It's, it's a travesty what's happening to our veterans, especially those who need us at this point in their lives. Steve, that, that, that angers me so much. We never do enough for our veterans and and I don't know why. What the hell is wrong with this country that we can't take care of our veterans, the people that go out there and put their lives on the line? And you're talking about two people whose lives have been basically destroyed, and we are not doing enough for them. And it really makes me angry. And um, anyway. Oh, it should. It, 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 make, it should make everybody angry. And there have been so many terminations, revocations, whatever you want to call them, People cut out of this program, and this one lady I spoke to tonight has raised so much pain about it. She brought it to the attention of Congress. Congress has held a couple of hearings. The VA took a step back and said, well, let's 
put a temporary halt to these revocations. One of the things we learned, Jack, is that the VA, you know, as, as many good things as it does for so many veterans, it has no process in place. Every different vision or region of the VA operates this program in a different way. There's no national uniformity. So, you know, Florida is doing things differently than Texas, which is doing differently things than, than California. So, it, you know, and it, who's caught in the middle and who's paying the price? Yeah, the veterans are the ones. Yep. Well, Steve, what time is what time is this report going to be on? Hey, we got this going at 5 o'clock, kind of a special thing for, for our folks tonight. All right, 5 p.m. on News Channel 8. And, Steve, thank you so much for joining us on AM Tampa Bay and for – the story that you're doing, it needs to be done. Well, thank you. And, Jack, I don't know if people have told you this enough, but thank you for your service. Oh, well, thank you very much, Steve. Appreciate it. Steve Andrews, the uh, senior investigative reporter for News Channel 8. That makes me so angry. It makes me sad. It's sad to see the money that is shelled out and the results. It, it doesn't add up. Yeah, and look at money we give to Mexico, money we give to illegal immigrants to feed clothes and, and and it goes on and on and on and yet we short change our veterans the, the woman was this, given a congratulations she was terminal yeah, she was dying ha, congratulations you're dying unbelievable oh, man, that is sad pay attention to that report tonight for sure five o'clock yeah at seven forty nine, we go to the newsroom and john conrad Christopher Try, one of two persons of interest in the head-on crash that injured a 14-year-old bicyclist booked in Pasco jail overnight. He was arrested for leaving the scene of a crash with injury and reckless driving. The second person of interest, his name is Kevin Wilson. He's still at large. You can read more on the story and see a photo gallery of when Mosquito Control staff members found the expedition that was involved in that head-on crash at 970WFLA.com. A motorcyclist is dead. He crashed into an SUV at MLK Boulevard and I-4. Eldridge Jr. entered the intersection against the red light and collided with a Toyota 4Runner driven by a 57-year-old woman from Plant City. The impact sent Eldridge and the motorcycle into a third vehicle. He died at the hospital. Troopers say alcohol was not a factor in the collision. Americans are in more and more debt. Figures released by the Federal Reserve Bank of New York show U.S. household debt grew $149 billion during the first three months of this year. The total household debt of $12.73 trillion is slightly higher than the $12.68 trillion that peaked before the economic crisis of 2008. News Radio 970 WFLA Sports. Here's Aaron Jacobson. Alex Cobb kept it rolling for the Rays yesterday in Cleveland. They won 7-4 on seven strong innings pitch by Alex Cobb. He threw the most pitches, 115, since his Tommy John surgery. The Rays off today, back at home tomorrow against the Yankees, 7-10 game time. In the NBA playoffs, the Cleveland Cavaliers got off to a good start in their series against the Celtics. They beat Boston yesterday, 117-104 in Boston. They now have a 1-0 series lead there. In the NHL playoffs, the Ottawa Senators beat the Pittsburgh Penguins 5-1 yesterday. They now have a 2-1 series lead. That's your 970 WFLA Sports Update. Our top stories reaction to the appointment of former FBI Director Robert Mueller to investigate Russia's influence on the presidential elections. And people in Tulsa take to the streets after an officer is found not guilty in the shooting death of an unarmed motorist. Details to those headlines still ahead. Our Tampa Bay forecast. 
from Storm Team 8 meteorologist Lee Spann. Partly cloudy, a 10% rain chance. The high today, 96. That's three degrees above the record for this date. Partly cloudy tonight, Friday morning low, 75. Tomorrow, a 30% rain chance. Friday afternoon's high temperature, 94. It's 77. For News Radio 970 WFLA, I'm John Conrad. From the Florida Central Auto Loans Traffic Center, have a disabled truck on the ramp from eastbound I-4 to northbound I-95. And there's still a crash. You're down to one lane in each direction. It occurred westbound on State Road 60 near Armour Road in Bartow. This traffic report is brought to you by CompleteFlorida.org. Life doesn't stop so you can go back to college. That's why the state of Florida created Complete Florida, a free service to help you go back to college and finish your degree. A degree gives you the power to go after the life you want. Get started today at CompleteFlorida.org. Org. Daisy Ashton's Radio 970 WFLA. Yeah, let's go to the phones real quick because we got Richard in Lakeland. And Richard, what's up this morning? Well, um, it's about time they put Mueller in as special counsel on the Russian investigation. You know, the only way to make sure that you can repeat an activity is to investigate it thoroughly. And, and I'm so happy the Russians kept Hillary out of the White House. Hopefully they can help us do it again in 2020 when... Elizabeth Pocahontas Warren would probably be the candidate. <laughs> okay. That's Sacagawea to you. Thank you, Richard. Or, or Pocahontas. Yeah, Sacagawea. Sacka something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's a wea or not. Hey, coming up. It's whatever gonna... she wants it to be these yeah. days. Hey, at 840, we've got Anthony Beck, fellow West Virginia mountaineer, going to be joining us on AM Tampa Bay at 757. You know what makes me sick? You know what makes me so mad? I just want to trim my hangnail with a table saw. I guess times are hard all over. I'm still working two jobs. Most everybody I know has some little job on the side trying to make ends meet. But how hard is it out there? Well, the local naked lady bar out by the freeway just added a lunch buffet. Hard times indeed. Now, I have been to that naked lady bar a time or two. And I have been to a buffet a time or two. At no time have I ever been in the naked lady bar watching them young hard bodies strut around in nine-inch heels and spin around the pole all naked-like. And at no time have I ever thought, these naked women are pretty cool, but I could really go for a big plate of macaroni and cheese about now. Maybe even some pot roast. But to tell you the truth, I have gone to a buffet with my old lady Pearl, and while she's yammering on and on about some stupid reality show housewife thing on whatever, I have looked down at my corn and mashed potatoes and gravy, and I thought, this buffet would be a lot better if I was surrounded by naked, hard-body women instead of Pearl in her, in her stretchy little buffet sweatpants. So we went last weekend right after church. I told Pearl I had to help a buddy change the brakes on his truck. And then me and Dub and Junior Maker, we headed out to the Naked Lady Club for their special Sunday buffet. Now, usually when I hit a breakfast-lunchtime buffet, I want more than a serving tray full of soggy egos, fuzzy strawberries, lukewarm milk, and a big box of generic Cheerios. But who needs name-brand Cheerios and cold milk when we have Tiffany Devine on the main stage? And on the side stage, Miss Cognac Shasta. When old Tiffany and Miss Cognac start spinning and splitting and slapping and crawling and lurching around, you kind of forgot all about them soggy egos and store-brand Cheerios. Maybe they own something here. 
just when you thought the world of buffets could not be improved upon, they have been. Like everything else in this world, buffets are better when you're surrounded by hard-working, bumping, grinding, naked, hard bodies whose sweater monkeys laugh at gravity. Wake up, America! They should put in a catwalk in the car parts store. I spend even more money there. This is Earl Pitts American. Like me on Facebook and Pitts. Good morning. It's 10 after 8 on this Thursday morning, the penultimate day of the work week with Jack Harris and Aaron Jacobson in for Teddy this morning. And if there's something you'd like to talk about, by all means, give us a call at 800 800- 969-9352. I'll turn it over to you. But in the meantime, we're taking a look at another big weekend coming up here in the Tampa Bay area. And Stephanie Hayes, Tampa Bay Times Entertainment Editor, is on board here. And Stephanie, what's the biggie this weekend? Hey, guys. How you doing? Well, first of all, RIP to Chris Cornell. We just found out this morning the lead singer of Soundgarden has died. At Do we know what happened yet, Stephanie? Because we still haven't figured mm-hmm. it out. People are speculating a suicide, but I don't know for sure if that's true. That's just what I've read. Wow. Um, we're going to look into it throughout the day. And our, our music critic, Jay Cridlin, they were one of his favorite bands. Um, so he's going to write a proper send-off today. And we have some uh, stories up now on TampaBay.com, past interviews with Cornell and, and um, the latest news. So check that out. They've come through Tampa a lot, and uh, he'll be missed for sure. But on a lighter note, uh, there's some stuff happening this weekend. The Florida Orchestra is wrapping up their season uh, which is, uh, has been a, a good one for them, and it's always fun to see them wrap up because there's a lot of energy, you know, the last show of the year, then they go on break for the summer. So they're going to be playing Beethoven's Piano Concerto Number no. 5, which is not to be confused with Beethoven's Fifth. It's a little confusing. Beethoven's Fifth is the one everyone knows, you know. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, the Piano Concerto is actually Beethoven's last concerto, um, and it's a, it's kind of a... These are these virtuosic piano solos, so it should be really beautiful. They're also doing Tchaikovsky, and they're doing an original composition by a 23-year-old USF student who won their Young Composers Competition. Uh, are all conducted by music director Michael Francis. Yeah, we talked so, with Michael so about that a couple of weeks ago, and that kid is good. impressive. That is really cool. Yeah, yeah. It's really cool that they do that and give young composers a, a chance to have a platform because, you know, not a lot of 23-year-olds want to go into composing, so the ones that do, you got to make them shine. So Friday, Saturday, and Sunday uh, at different venues around the area. Check TampaBay.com for all the details. Yeah, they are uh, also, spectacular. They sure are, yeah. Always always a wonderful evening out. Also iconic, maybe as iconic as Beethoven, George Thorogood is going to be at Ruth Eckerd Hall tonight. Bad um, to the and- bone. <laughs> Bad to the bone, one bourbon, one scotch, one beer. Of course, it's John Lee Hooker cover that he made famous. Uh, he'll be with his band at Ruth Eckerd tonight, and we talked to him. We have an interview online as well, and he's kind of like, he's like, you know, I'm just going to keep touring. I like to play shows. I like to make money. I like to have a drink after. I like to have a good time. So, How many times can you play you... Bad to the Bone without wanting to uh, just walk away from it forever? <laughs> if, you, uh, if you ask George Thorogood, he will play it as long as you keep writing those checks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he'll be there. Uh, uh, higher end art, the Tampa Museum of Art has an exhibit of James Rosenquist uh, prints. 
he's an extremely famous artist who made Tampa Bay his second home, and he died back in March. Um, he had a fire at his studio in, in the Tampa Bay area years and years ago. It was very newsworthy. And his work's been everywhere from the Guggenheim to the MoMA to the Whitney, and it's going to be on display at the Tampa Museum of Art through June 25th. So that's up now if you want to uh, kind of pay tribute to him. And also on the art tip, it's National Museum Day today. So if you're looking for something to do today, the Dolly is offering $10 admission, and they have sculptures by Eduardo Tolada right now as their special exhibit. Well, hello, so Dolly. Hello, Dolly. Hopefully they have air conditioning because <laughs> inside is probably a good place to be. It's, it's hot out. Oh, yeah. It's a hot one, yeah. They do have AC. Museums are a great thing to check out over the summer when you're sweltering and you don't know what to do with yourself and you don't want to step out in 98 degrees. Don't forget of our, our great museums in town. If you do want to go outside uh, this weekend, National Bike Month is happening, and there's rides all over town, and we have a list of them on the site and in the weekend section today. So um, there's a ride starting in, uh, in St. Petersburg and Clearwater and Safety Harbor, and they all celebrate uh, getting out on two wheels. And uh, I'll mention... Bands and Beers by the Bay Music Festival in Safety Harbor Waterfront Park. It's $5 to get in with the Black Honkies, uh, Four Star Riot, Wings, Beers, uh, more goodies. And also the RV show at Raymond James this weekend. Dexter Jackson and Martin Gramatico will be out there. So go meet your favorite old bucks. Wow, sounds great. Yeah. Well, we will read all about it in the uh, entertainment section here this morning in the Tampa Bay Times. Thank you, Stephanie. You Take care, guys. Have Stephanie a good one, Stephanie. Hayes. Times Entertainment Editor. I got several things that are, um, uh, well, these surveys that show different things, like best cities in which to start a career. Wallet Hub did this one. And Tampa came in at number 19. St. Petersburg ranked number 54. Uh, Salt Lake City was number one, best place to start a career, followed by Orlando, Austin, Grand Rapids, Tempe, Arizona, What'd you say was number one? Uh, number one was Salt Lake City. Why? I don't know. What the hell is going on in Salt Lake City that's so interesting? And then the top meeting destinations. Uh, Tampa was ranked the 26th best meeting place in the U.S. Like meeting people? Couples? No, this is to have a meeting of any kind. Oh. And I was going to say Tinder's good for the meeting. Let's see. The top 50, Orlando was number one for the sixth straight year. Followed by Vegas, Las Vegas, Chicago, Atlanta, San Diego, Washington, D.C., and so on down. You would think Tampa would be right up there in the top ten. I would think so. You're on the waterfront. you got the beaches right here. Uh, young people, schools around, all the bars and the breweries. I mean, it's all here. The strip yeah, clubs. They cited Tampa International Airport as the uh, their leadership in customer service, noting that TIA was ranked number two in the nation and number five in the world for customer service, according to Travel and Leisure magazine, and they talked about the two and a half or two point four mile river walk that links five major hotels, eighteen historic monuments, four major museums, numerous attractions including the aquarium and Channel Side and the Marriott Water and on and on. Salt Lake City, though, come on. They say Tampa has more than twenty four thousand hotel rooms and hundred and ninety eight hotels. I think that includes the whole Bay Area. Um, and we were named, let's see, in the top summer vacation spots, Tampa was number 16. I assume that meant the Bay area and then best cities to start a career. Um, uh, we already did that one. Oh, top destinations for this, uh, for Memorial day weekend, Orlando was number one. 
then Rome, London, Dublin. I'll be in Dublin or coming back from there. Vancouver, Seattle, Las Vegas, New York, Paris, Honolulu. I'll be at the Dublin. Dubliner drinking my beers. Well, that sounds like a good one. Hey, let's go to Sam in Wesley Chapel. What's up, Sam? Well, I'm just wanting to talk about this thing they uh, pointing this up. This uh, special counsel Mueller and everybody said, "Oh, this is great. This is wonderful." But well, it isn't great. It's not wonderful. Why? Well, because hey, uh, it is, apparently his scope is only limited to Trump. Why aren't they going after uh, Obama's uh, wiretapping of uh, Trump during the campaign? Oh, I know. Why, why not going on the you know the. Uh, you know, going after them for this so-called investigation, talking about 10 months ago about this whole thing. This is a bunch of BS. No, well, I tend to agree with you on that, Sam. We appreciate your call. We'll be hearing from Ted here in about another six minutes. But at 8.18, let's go to the newsroom and John Conrad. Members of the Turkish president's security team probably won't face any legal action after a violent attack on protesters in Washington. That's the opinion of one professor at New York's John Jay College of Criminal Justice. Bodyguards for Turkish President Erdogan were seen punching and kicking protesters outside the Turkish ambassador's residence while Erdogan met with President Trump at the White House. The FCC is set to start rolling back net neutrality today. Net neutrality rules were put in place to prevent Internet service providers from blocking content, slowing down service, or prioritizing content, possibly in exchange for payment. The rules were based by the FCC when were rather passed by the FCC when Democrats had the majority. With only one Democrat now on the FCC commission, the rules are widely expected to be repealed. And scientists say the active ingredient in pot improves memory performance and mental functioning. German and Israeli researchers have been testing small controlled doses of THC on old mice and found that it helped the animal's memory and capacity to learn. The scientists hope to next conduct a clinical trial on people to learn whether the THC can reverse aging effects and improve mental ability in the human brain. News Radio 970 WFLA Sports. Here's Aaron Jacobson. Some day game action for the Tampa Bay Rays yesterday. They won the series in Cleveland. They got the 7-4 win yesterday against the Indians. They take 2 out of 3 on the road trip. They go 4-2 and two against the Red Sox and the Indians combined. They are off today, but they're back at home at the Trop tomorrow night when the Yankees come to town. 7-10 game time. What's new? The Cleveland Cavaliers win again. They lead the series now 1-0 against the Boston Celtics. They got the 117-104 win yesterday. In the NHL playoffs, the Ottawa Senators keep rolling. They beat the Pittsburgh Penguins 5-1. They now lead that series two games to one. That's your 970 WFLA Sports Update. Thanks, Aaron Jacobson. Pasco deputies have made an arrest in that case of a hit-and-run in Holiday. And the reaction continues after the appointment of Robert Mueller to investigate allegations of collusion between members of the Trump administration, or rather Trump campaign, and Russia. Details to those headlines are still ahead. Our Tampa Bay forecast, partly cloudy, a 10% rain chance, high today, 96. The record, by the way, is 93. Low tonight, 75. Rain chance tomorrow goes up to 30%. 
but the temperature is going to be 94. That's the forecast. Right now it's 77 degrees in Tampa. For News Radio 970 WFLA, I'm John Conrad. American Funding Traffic Network. Still have an accident with one lane getting by in either direction in Bartow at westbound State Road 60 near Armour Road. In Pinellas County, you have a crash on Belcher Road south of Sunset Point, and there's an accident on US 19 near 150th Avenue. This traffic report is brought to you by Mattress Firm. Mattress Firm is collecting new clothes to help local foster kids look and feel their best. Join Mattress Firm in helping foster kids in your community by donating new clothes to a participating Mattress Firm store or donating online at mattressfirmfosterkids.org. Daisy Ashton, Radio 970 WFL. 826 on AM Tampa Bay, and we got Ted on the line here. Ted, what's on your mind this morning? Well, they talk about impeaching the president, and they talk about special committees to do this, to investigate. They realize that that's crossing the taxpayer money. It's not done for free. All these people are getting paid extra to do, stuff, to do these things. And also, I would like to see a posting of all the Republicans who are against Trump so we know who not to vote for next year. That would, be a, that would be a good idea. They are going to have to commit before that election. You're right about that, Ted, no doubt. And a lot of people are going to be mighty upset with, with the fact that they are so non-cooperative. Exactly. Well, appreciate your call. Yeah, this is unbelievable. Democrat strategists are trying to figure out whether it's politically wise to call for President Trump's impeachment. In other words, they're going to find out whether it'll hurt him in the next election. If they try to get him impeached, they can't get him impeached because it would take all of the Democrats plus 24 Republicans to do it. And that's not going to happen. The bookmakers, though, is, is, I was checking these British bookmakers, the yeah. odds that he won't make it through the end of his first term, 55 percent chance that he'll check out. And I don't, that doesn't just include impeachment. That includes, you know, resignation, whatever it is. Yeah, but this is uh, I mean, this is the amazing thing is they're not concerned about whatever Trump's doing. How will it hurt them in the election? Will it hurt them? And that's what they're doing now. They're doing surveys to see if people will still vote for him if they try to get him impeached. I mean, they can't impeach him. No. There's no way. Irish that- bookie has the uh, impeachment odds at two to one. Uh, the bookie is called Patty Power. <laughs> yeah, and says, well— and then, of course, the story with uh, the Washington Post source was leaking classified information. Those are people that ought to be in jail for what they've done, and it ain't happening. 828 on AM Tampa Bay. The Sean Hannity Morning Minute. I'll explain it to you. Brought to you by MossNissan.com. Turn up your radio. Here's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. A Washington Post writer, you know, that so-called news outlet that thinks it's okay to write an anti-Trump hit piece with 30 unnamed sources. Well, they showed their true colors after responding to a tweet about Senator Marco Rubio. According to the Daily Caller, the Post writer, Jennifer Rubin, actually went out there, is all upset because the Florida senator tweeted a Bible verse. One from Proverbs, one from the Gospel of John. The writer, Leah McElrath, a writer with left-wing activist organization Share Blue, shared screenshots of Rubio's Bible tweets, which she called unsettling. Rubin, a never-Trump Republican, agreed with McElrath's sentiment, saying that Rubio either was hacked or he's totally lost it. The implication being only a crazy person would share Bible verses with their Twitter followers. Why is that so unsettling? I think we need a little more Jesus in our lives, don't you think? 
Check out the Sean Hannity Radio Show later today, right here. So I recently gave my home a facelift. I did it the best, simplest way possible. Brand new custom blinds from Blinds.com. Blinds.com was able to transform every room in my house. It doesn't break the bank. You always get free online design consultation, free samples, free shipping. Their prices unbeatable. Plus, if you accidentally mismeasure, pick the wrong color, they'll remake your blinds for free. Now, through May the 24th, save 40% off on select brands of Blinds.com, plus an additional 5% when you use the promo code Hannity. Blinds.com, promo code Hannity, rules restrictions apply. The key to success? Keep it simple, especially when it comes to hiring. And nobody makes it easier than Indeed.com. Post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, manage your candidates from one dashboard. According to an independent study, five times more hires are made through Indeed than any other job site. New users claim your $50 credit to post a sponsored job at Indeed.com slash credit. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. When you need to know, News Radio 970 WFLA. Good morning, I'm Chris Trankman. Our top story at 8.30. Pasco deputies make an arrest in that hit-and-run crash caught on video that injured a teenager in Holiday. News Radio 970 WFLA's Gordon Bird has a live update. Chris, this happened Monday back in uh, on Moog Road in Holiday. An SUV barreled down the road and knocked 14-year-old Johnny Walsh Jr. off his bike. Mosquito control workers caught up with the SUV behind a car dealership yesterday. Deputies arrested one man they wanted to find overnight. 20-year-old Christopher Try is accused of reckless driving with damage to a person or property and leaving the scene of an accident. He's in jail, $10,500 bond. There's another person of interest in the case who remains at large. Chris. News Radio 970 WFLA's Gordon Bird with a live update. Reacting to the special counsel appointment. That story ahead. First, let's get an update on the roads. Here's Daisy Ash. From the Florida Central Auto Loans Traffic Center in Bartow, still have an accident involving a truck. Traffic is getting by in one lane in each direction. It occurred westbound on State Road 60 near Armor Road. You might try using County Road 540A as your alternate. We slow southbound on the Suncoast Parkway from Van Dyke to the Veterans Expressway at Ehrlich. And we're heavy southbound on the Veterans Expressway from Waters to the Courtney Campbell Causeway. I-4 slows westbound from I-75 to 50th Street and from the Selma Connector into 275. And there's a crash on Belcher southbound south of Sunset Point. Daisy Ash, News Radio 970 WFLA. Another day with near record highs, 96 this afternoon with a 10% rain chance. It's 78 degrees at News Radio 970 WFLA. Reaction is coming in to the Justice Department's decision to name Robert Mueller as special counsel in the investigation into Russian involvement in our presidential election. Pennsylvania Republican Congressman Charlie Dent supports Mueller, but also wants the investigation to switch gears. I accept that Robert Mueller will do a good job. I actually wanted to see a, uh, an independent investigation, probably an independent commission similar to 9-11 commission. But now that we have a, a special counsel, I'm, I'm, I accept that. President Trump says in a statement that there was no collusion and he looks forward to the matter concluding quickly. But he adds on Twitter this morning that there was never a special counsel appointed to investigate the Obama administration or the Hillary Clinton campaign and called the Russia probe the greatest single witch hunt in American political history, echoing his comments that he made at the Coast Guard Academy commencement ceremony. Protests overnight in Tulsa, Oklahoma, after a jury found a police officer not guilty in the death of a black man. Betty Shelby was on trial for manslaughter. She shot and killed Terrence Crutcher during a traffic stop. He was unarmed, but had reached into his SUV and did not follow Shelby's commands. 
Crutcher's brother Tiffany denounced Tulsa police after the verdict. And I'm going to make sure that I don't rest until we get reform for this police department in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and we change the culture of this corrupt police department. Officer Shelby testified she shot Crutcher because she believed he was reaching for a weapon. Sarasota police arrest 29-year-old Lamar Morris. They say he gave a victim the scare of his life, stopping an acquaintance on MLK Way and Dixie Avenue last Friday, demanding his stuff. Then Morris marched the man to a shed, wrapped a dog chain around his hands and neck, and beat him with it while threatening to kill him. The victim freed himself and was hit with a machete as he escaped. Morris now out on bond, but others could face charges. Heavy smoke is expected to blow into Tampa Bay today, the result of that massive wildfire in Avon Park in Highlands County. The winds are blowing from east to west, and the 8,000-acre blaze is generating huge amounts of smoke, so much so that dispatchers in Hillsborough County this morning got calls from residents who mistakenly thought there was a fire in their neighborhood. You can see pictures and video at 970WFLA.com. There's a new law on the books in Hillsborough County that ultimately bans the retail sale of puppies and kittens. But Commissioner Victor Christ crafted an amendment that would let existing pet stores continue to sell puppies as long as they follow new rules. The animal uh, rights organizations that are here, you are fighting a very valid fight, one of which I agree with and support you wholeheartedly on. Where we do differ is, is on the grandfathering on existing businesses that are willing to join in on that fight. The ordinance is supposed to crack down on puppy mills. The lead singer of one of the best-known 90s grunge bands is gone. Black hole sun, won't you come? Chris Cornell of Soundgarden died in Detroit last night at the age of 52. His family says they're working with the medical examiner to find the cause of death. Cornell also worked as a solo artist between Soundgarden's 1997 breakup and its reunion in 2010. It's 8.35 at News Radio 970 WFLA. Weather is next. Good morning. It's AM Tampa Bay on... 970 WFLA with Jack and Aaron in for Teddy here at 841. And it's Thursday. We're getting mighty close to the weekend. It's going to be another scorcher. We all, we were one degree short of the hottest it has ever been yesterday when it got to 98 degrees. Unbelievable. And you heard the story about Avon Park, the brush fire at Avon Park at the uh, bombing range. And am I missing something here? There's a fire on the bombing range. What am I missing? I mean, if you said there's a bomb at the firing range, I that would understand. Would be a big story. But a fire on the bombing range, I don't get. No don't big know. deal. No I think they've deal. had a few fires there before. 8,000 acres, though. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot of bombing, isn't it? Yeah, well, you got to have a pretty decent range if you're going to throw bombs down there for sure. And we got a very special guest joining us right now, and a fellow West Virginia Mountaineer alum, and that's Anthony Becht, who is a uh, former, of course, Tampa Bay Buccaneer tight end and uh, Bucks radio analyst now. So he has become a broadcaster. He's worked his way down from playing football to being a radio broadcaster. <laughs> Anthony, thanks for joining us on AM Tampa Bay, and congratulations for being the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society Man of the Year. That's an incredible honor. That's a great honor. Uh, thanks, Jack. Now, it's you know what I'll tell you. It's it's been. Uh, you know, I'm a nominee, so I'm, I'm actually going against uh, five other nominees. Uh, it's been a ten week fundraising campaign. 
uh, for me. And, uh, you know, it's, it's been a really, uh, it's been a really, uh, fun time for me to, to engage with so many family and friends and colleagues and businesses in Tampa that have given, uh, you know, their donations and their time to, to make this a successful campaign. Yeah, I thought you'd already gotten it, but I forgot. It's the person who raises the most, the man and the woman who does. I emceed that event, uh, co-emceed it with Jen Holloway for a couple of years way back when, but uh, it is a fantastic event. Tell us about it, uh, when it's going to be and where and what all is going to be going on there. Yep, so the, so the main gala is obviously June 3rd. You can get tickets through the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society chapter. Uh, that's when they'll nominate it. I'm actually going to have a fundraiser for me, my final kind of a big uh, blowout event. And it's really a social of friends and people in the Tampa Bay area just come together and give back. Uh, I've teamed up with uh, Casey's Craft Bar Kitchen in Lutz. It's on the corner of Van Dyke and Dale Mabry. It's a brand-new restaurant. It's a great spot. And they're giving an unprecedented 50% back on proceeds from cocktails and appetizers. We're going to have some donation areas set up. We're going to have a, a raffle with some great prizes, some gift, uh, gift cards, and some restaurants uh, also there at Casey's Craft Bar Kitchen. And it starts uh, 4 to 9 p.m. on Sunday, this Sunday, May 21st. And uh, we're going to have some celebrity bartenders along with myself, uh, Vinny Testaverde, uh, former quarterback, obviously the Buccaneers and the Jets. And Toby Hall, one of the Rays' great catchers, uh, they're going to come out and help me out. So um, I'll tell you, it's going to be a great time. It's going to be a great atmosphere. We're going to have DJ Don Pablo there uh, spinning some uh, music and creating some entertainment, having some fun. And uh, uh, it's going to be a great time to, to raise some money for a good cause and just really share some time with some friends. you got to be careful with Vinny. He's got that strong arm still. He might be throwing the drinks up against the wall. Yeah, he did. Well, it's an advantage. I'm, I'm hoping he's able to kind of grab glasses and things really quickly, shake them up and get them out so we can get some more tips in the bucket. So that was a strategic plan for, for sure. Smart move. Smart move, Anthony. And uh, you wouldn't want him to miss the wall if he did. Exactly. <laughs> that could be a problem. Well, Anthony, this is going to be a great thing. And, again, it's going to be Sunday from 4 to 9 p.m. And it's at Casey's Craft Bar Kitchen, new place, and right there at the uh, intersection of Van Dyke and Dale Mabry. Uh, and um, we hope a lot of people are going to turn out there, Anthony. And we appreciate your joining us on AM Tampa Bay. And good luck. I appreciate it, guys. It's a free event, too. So got, anybody can just come in and enjoy it. So I uh, look forward. Hopefully, you know, if you guys are more than welcome to come out, if you'd like to stop by, and I appreciate the time. And go Mountaineers. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Anthony, for, for joining us this morning. Thanks, Anthony. Um, if we oh, we got to get John on here right now. John's got some nice thing to say about the liberals. Hey, Jack. Uh, the liberals are always quick to jumping on bullies and bullying, uh, but isn't it the protesters? Isn't that what they're doing? They're trying to bully their way into getting their way, blocking traffic, preventing people from getting from point A to point B. They, the public are the uh, epitome of the innocent. They're trying to get to work. They're trying to just make life as easy as possible. And most of, uh, um, I'm sorry, uh, I'm trying to read this because I don't want to forget anything. Most are innocent people trying to get to work, trying to get uh, to their loved ones in the hospital, wherever. There seems to be no one pointing out other than you and uh, WFLA and other people with conservative thought the fact that um, it is the worst kind of bullying that's going on out there. And this group is screaming about bullies, and that's what they're doing. 
Oh, yeah. We had a video on the other day of some guy that they tried to do a roadblock, and he just plowed through them. I mean, I'm sure that guy's in jail now, but he, I've seen that. he yeah. ran over a couple of them, and, uh, I mean, it was unbelievable. But Jack, you, may I share something with the, uh, the public? Yeah. Uh, you, you did something, and I, I shared it with you, I think, in texting uh, a few years ago. Uh, over 10 years ago, um, my mother was in a wheelchair, and I was pushing her into the veterans' uh, movie house. And some tall uh, young gentleman op- ran over and opened the door, and I said, Mom, uh, Mom, take a look. Jack just opened the door for you. And I want you to know I got to think about that again on Mother's Day. So thank you for doing that for us. Oh, well, thank you for bringing it up, John, and appreciate your calling for sure. Thank you. I, re- I remember doing a thing at Veterans at the theater over there one time. Some time ago. That was probably it, opening the door. I always did say you will show up to the, uh, the opening of any door. <laughs> but you didn't know it was an automatic door anyway. You didn't even have to do it. Right? <laughs> Don't Just tell say, them Let that. me get that for you. <laughs> thing opens. It's the thought that counts. I got uh, another note here. I got to talk about the former uh, FBI official James Kallstrom said it's disgraceful that one of Hillary's close connections, Andrew McCabe, is the acting director now of the FBI. He said, here's a guy who's still in the chain of command. He took over as acting FBI director after Comey was fired. In the connection to Hillary, his wife is Jill McCabe, who took $467,000 from Virginia Governor Terry McAuliffe's political action committee in a run for the uh, state Senate campaign. And she also got... 207000 from the Virginia Democratic Party, which is heavily influenced by the Clinton loyalist McAuliffe. And the funds began flowing to McCabe two months after the FBI launched its investigation into Clinton's use of a private email server in 2015. I mean, there is there's too much politics in the FBI now. I got a, a nephew who's in the FBI now, and... Uh, I haven't talked to him about this, but there's way too much politics. I hope whoever he names as the new FBI director is apolitical, not involved in politics in any way. Good luck. But involved in the FBI, who's who's got a background in it. Anyway, coming up on 849, and Rack Your Brain is coming up here in six minutes. So get on board for that as we go to John Conrad in the newsroom. A brush fire in Lakeland has forced the closing of the George Jenkins Boulevard overpass between Sloan Avenue and Kathleen Road. That road has since reopened. The Lakeland Fire Department says the dry conditions and high winds forced the fire to spread quickly. Firefighters had that fire contained last night at, by 9 o'clock. There were no houses or buildings damaged. No one was injured. We do have a photo gallery posted of the fire at 970WFLA.com. That smoke in the air is possibly coming from an 8,000 acre brush fire that's burning in the Avon Park bombing range. The fire is 0% contained. There are crews from the Florida Fire Forest Service that are working to get this fire under control. If you're driving on Highway 27 or State Road 64, motorists are being used, told to use caution because of possible smoky conditions. You can read more on this story and see a short video taken by the Florida Forestry Division at 970WFLA.com. News Radio 970 WFLA Sports. Here's Aaron Jacobson. Alex Cobb kept it rolling for the Rays yesterday in Cleveland. They won 7-4 on seven strong innings pitch by Alex Cobb. He threw the most pitches, 115, since his Tommy John surgery. The Rays off today, back at home 
tomorrow against the Yankees, 7-10 game time. In the NBA playoffs, the Cleveland Cavaliers got off to a good start in their series against the Celtics. They beat Boston yesterday 117-104 in Boston. They now have a 1-0 series lead there. In the NHL playoffs, the Ottawa Senators beat the Pittsburgh Penguins 5-1 yesterday. They now have a 2-1 series lead. That's your 970 WFLA Sports Update. Our top stories this morning. This just into the newsroom. Former Fox News CEO Roger Ailes has died. And we're also following the story of the lead singer of rock band Soundgarden and Audio Slave Chris Cornell died overnight. That story, plus the latest on the possible investigation of the Russian collusion into the U.S. elections. Details coming up. For News Radio 970 WFLA, I'm John Conrad. From the Florida Central Auto Loans Traffic Center in Bartow on State Road 60 near Armour Road, still have an accident. Only one lane is getting by in each direction. Have a crash in the left lane southbound on East Lake, approaching Trinity, and we slow in the eastbound east end of the Howard Franklin Bridge. This traffic report is brought to you by CompleteFlorida.org. Life doesn't stop so you can go back to college. That's why the state of Florida created Complete Florida, a free service to help you go back to college and finish your degree. A degree gives you the power to go after the life you want. Get started today at CompleteFlorida.org. Daisy Ashton Radio 970 WFLA. I guess we'd call this breaking news, but Roger Ailes, the former head of Fox News, has died. And 77 what, years old. Yeah, the question comes up, was he in any way involved with Hillary? Because you know how those things work. But the irony is, uh, I think it was Jeff saw it. Did you see it on CNN? No, CBS. Everybody but Fox News. Fox News doesn't have it. Everybody else has got the headline. And Fox, maybe they're just denying it. They just don't want to talk about it. Anyway, I guess we can play the game now. Rack Your Brain. Brought to you by Crown Eurocars. Our categories are 70s TV trivia, presidential, and name that tune. And we got... Full phone lines now, and we'll let Mike win it all here. Mike, do you want to go with 70s TV trivia, presidential, or name that tune? Uh, Let's try presidential. Presidential. Which president died of pneumonia one month after his inauguration? Oh, let me see. Would that be... I know the vice president became the president. Would it be Taft? No, unfortunately not him. Tubby Taft? Uh, JB is on board here now. JB? Yes, sir. Um, do you want to go with 70s TV trivia, presidential, or name that tune? Oh, definitely name that tune. Ten seconds worth. Can you name that tune? I've heard everything, and I've never heard that in my life. Okay, let's uh, let's see. We'll go down to who have we got here? Scott. Yeah, Scott. Do you want to go with seventies um, TV trivia, presidential, or name that tune? Let's go with the seventies. Seventies TV trivia. Who got their start and went on to stardom after playing Vinny Barbarino on Welcome Back, Cotter? Vinny Barbarino was uh, John Travolta. You are right. You got it. John Travolta was Vinny Barbarino. And um, he started out on Welcome Back, Cotter. He was kind of the wild guy there. 
And what does he win? You're going to get a pair of tickets to see the Rays take on the Angels next Thursday at the Trot, May 25th, 110, first pitch. And what is the phrase that pays, Scott? Jack and Ted. Even when Ted's not there. All right. Sounds good. You got it. Hang on here and we'll fix you up with your prize. And our presidential trivia, which president died of pneumonia one month after his inauguration? It was William Henry Harrison back in 1841. He gave uh, the longest inaugural address even today. Historically, the longest was by him. Longer than his presidency. And it was cold. It was bitter, bitter cold out there. And apparently he caught pneumonia giving his inaugural address and died a month later. The band? And the band is uh, Soundgarden and Black Hole Sun. That's the Chris Connell. Yeah, Chris Cornell. We're finding I mean, out, Cornell, too. Cornell, who just died. Yeah, and we're finding it could be a possible suicide. That's what the uh, latest news is saying. It's being investigated as a possible suicide. Just 52 years old, Chris Cornell, after a show. Soundgarden had a show last night in Detroit. Sad stuff, Jack. We've been talking about... Um, the press a lot here and you know how they are just as liberal as they can be harry truman railed against newspapers and writers and columnists calling them more dangerous than streetwalkers he said presidents and the members of their cabinets and their staff members have been slandered and misrepresented since george washington he said when the press is friendly to the administration the opposition has been lied about and treated to the excrescence of paid prostitutes of the mind well, that, I'm not sure exactly what that means. but Fox finally hit it, by the way. Roger Ailes, dead at 77. Yeah, Harry Truman had a way with words, to say the least. Well, thanks for being on board this Don't morning. Don't forget, too, chance to win $1,000 coming up here during the news. During the news. It's 9 o'clock. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.